advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. Not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. I think it's um, important to note that I used the opening time here uh, to unsubscribe from unwarranted emails. Mm. Unwarranted? Yeah. Yes. It's an interesting category of email. Yes. They're unwarranted. Unwarranted. That, sir, was unwarranted. Yes. Yes. Mm. My emails are out of hand. I just don't look at it. I just search for whatever yeah, I know I'm I supposed so to just get. In there. Yeah. I have 64,000 emails oh, yeah. in my box. Probably have more than that. Yeah. So um, we 64, have. 64,000. I don't know yeah. who sent this licorice. Yeah, he's going to get a new account. Oh, it was Matthew D. Adams. So Matthew D. Adams, uh, several episodes ago or last episode or two years ago <laughs> or somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in that time frame, we mentioned black licorice and the fact that like real I think we were talking about like like, root beer. We're talking about root beer, like uh, Swedish and like like uh, Nordic black licorice. This is real black licorice, and Australian black licorice are like a different level of black licorice Mm. than what we get in the United States. Yeah, because black licorice is terrible. So we got sent black licorice, black licorice, (laughs) a couple of boxes of Lackritzfabriken. Wait, what's Mm. this? Lakritzfabriken Swedish Premium Licorice. Swedish. And it comes it's in a little like, box. Like, it's like wrapped in a little... Are we trying this? A little satchel. I don't. I just Jesus don't Christ. like fucking black in licorice. Cope. Oh, my God. I, I love root beer. That's the funny thing, right? Is that weird? I love root beer, and yeah, I don't like black licorice. there should of a transition. Oh, they're small. As long as it's not salted... Oh, that's weird. In Norway, they have fucking salted licorice, and it's oh, disgusting. Oh, nah, This is probably good. Okay, so. I already smell it and don't like it. I just it smells like it. old ladies. Mm. It's kind of salty. Wow, that's fucking strong. I don't know. I taste the root beer in it. It's oh totally my, different, oh. but you have to say it's totally different. Yeah, oh, it it's away. really salty, man. Oh, my God. It doesn't taste There's like There's no a, salt in it. Oh, it tastes salty as fuck to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm hypersensitive that's to the salt licorice. right now. That's the licorice flavor. There's sodium yeah. in that for sure. That's burning my tongue. There has to be sodium in there for sure. That's salty. The Unless ingredients you... are syrup, rice flour, <clears throat> water, <clears throat> oh. inverted sugar syrup, licorice, rice starch, sorbitol. Oh, there is salt. Yeah. Aroma. Aroma. I'm like hypersensitive <laughs> to salt. Uh, CJ Laser tried to give me a pistachio the other day, and it was so fucking ridiculously salty. Like That's some COVID. It was rough. Maybe. That's all I could it think. Is. Like my, my mouth is super sensitive way. to salt. I was like, whoa, how the fuck are you mm. eating this shit? Yeah, that's, I, I would never salt. eat that again, ever. 
Like, yeah, man, terrible. this is just weird. It's like okay, so uh, apparently it's way different than, than way a uh, completely different. It's way different. Completely sure. different. It doesn't beast. taste like black licorice, really. No, it barely. Like, you have it that. Does. Like it's it more does, of maybe. a that's more of the root beer flavor. Like I, I taste but it now. I will still say this is nothing like the Australian black licorice. Mm-mm, no, nothing at all. Like like they that. call that abo licorice. This <laughs> is this is powerful and unique. It's, man, it is. It's that very, smacks your mouth, dude. It does. It fucking yeah. smacks your mouth. Fucking gobber slapped it. I taste the licorice, but I think Brad might be right. I have like, although I never lost my taste, I think it's been altered or something weird. Like mine has. I can't drink Coke anymore. I'm just it tastes like soil. Super sensitive to salt. Yeah. Like, things that are salty. I'm like, fuck. Wow. I can't do that. That's powerful. Mm. That is strong. It is. That's the Lord. It's like a. It's like a. It's it tastes like the holy what absinthe tasted like to me or not absinthe uh, Jägermeister the first time I ever drank it that's what this Oof. is reminding Jägermeister me takes more tastes more like regular licorice though it, it does we have Jäger. I actually like yeah we have a big pump Jäger I actually I mean, like Jägermeister. I don't mind Jäger I I, I don't mind Jäger in like with Red Bull you know what I mean like if you do the mix you know mm-hmm. like but man yeah I don't like Jägermeister by itself because we used to. Because we hated it, and I didn't drink anything at all at the time. Oh, that's and whenever we would have strong. a break when we were doing theater rehearsals, we all had a flask that we would keep in our back pocket that we would fill with Jägermeister, Oof. and we would go out back of the theater whenever there was a break, and we would all drink. All you could get? We would drink. Well, no, we did it on purpose. We would drink body temperature Jägermeister because ju- it was so awful just to remind us that there's something worse than this <laughs> rehearsal right now oh. and that was our every single uh, night they would be like okay yeah. let's take 10 and we'd be like out back body temperature jägermeister because there's something worse than uh. this rehearsal and then after years of that you reach a point where you're like oh we're on this break i'm bad. gonna drink some body some warm jägermeister like yeah then you kind of start that's like anything i mean that's it. black coffee that's yeah, fucking yeah. cigarettes that's you know what i mean like yeah and it, then we all used to go to the, the cabin together every time the quarter would end and it reached a point where we would go to the cabin and somebody would pull out a bottle of jägermeister and we'd all be happy and it's way better cold you keep that shit in the freezer yeah chilled goes yeah. down better and so forth it could go bad for some reason. It feels like, like thick. That, that shit's bad. It's thick like How Gatorade should be. I don't know if it can go no, bad. it's alcohol. I know right? that like Bailey's and shit like that can go bad because of the milk, but... but I'm uh, tempted to get a little pump of that and it. try it, but... Try, no, they don't, don't go pump. bad. No, Jaeger doesn't go bad. I know I don't like it, though. And you isn't like it, it thick? Like, what, well, be able to drink it? Is no, it's, it's gonna, not that It's just going to stay in the glass. It's just dark. whiskey. It's like... Yeah. Let's look it up. Does Jaeger... Meister, go oh, you, back. I thought you were gonna yeah. bring it over here. I was gonna take a pump too. The hunt master exploded all over you. Well, you gotta like prime it or something. Just you. I'll, let you, I'll let you prime it. Prime it? What the fuck are you talking about? The pump, bro. There's something wrong with that pump. It's not primed. It's been sitting there for a million years. Jesus Christ! That's what I'm saying. It shoots the Jägermeister up. <laughs> uh, it's clogged, probably a little bit. <laughs> with some solidified Jaeger. I'd say you put a licorice in there, so it's like boba. <laughs> you know ah, I mean? boba. Oh, oh God. He uh, had to suck it up with a big straw. I'll do it. Where's your licorice? We're going. Uh, there's a cap on that. That's why. No, you just got to do the Jaeger. Yeah, that oh, comes off. Cap, bro. Oh, That's why it that shoots upward. It. <laughs> but it wasn't. There you go. Ugh. Oh, man. Oh, fuck, man. That is pure memory right there. Ugh. That doesn't smell like licorice. No, it smells like Jägermeister. Yeah, Jägermeister is not just that licorice. terrible. That smells like Worcestershire. <laughs> yeah. Brad ain't drinking You're that not shit. Doing it? No. No. Ooh. There it is. 
That's nasty. Uh, Dave, yeah, mm. Dave's. Yeah, that wasn't even. He didn't even flinch that on that. It's good, man. I love yeah. Jägermeister. That uh, bottle's. Um, that's old, man. Sticky, eight years old. Sticky icky. Eight years it's old. It's everywhere. It's all over my. Yeah, it does, room. and then it fucking sticks mm. to you. Like, uh, the, like, like the Pope. Like me some. <laughs> like, like the me Pope. Jägermeister. <laughs> yeah. It's no Malort. No, but, it'll, oh, but it'll do. Man, see, I know where that's at, Dave. You want to go for it? No, I do not ever again in my entire <sighs> life. You want to try some Malortmeister? No. Ooh. Uh, you know what? It probably would. You know what? Would grapefruit take... licorice. I don't know. Yeah. See, and here's the magic of Jägermeister. Right now, it's really kicking in. Like the flavor is multiplying on my tongue, and it's like, ugh, yeah. It just didn't <laughs> smell <laughs> like I expected. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that what's an Irish car bomb? I know I did a bunch no. of those one time. What's no. in that? No. No, I, I, I don't know if I had Jaeger them before that. Irish car bombs like whiskey and and uh, milk and shit, isn't it? That's a white Russian. Uh, yeah, that's a white. Or Russian. vodka and milk. Oh, God, vodka yeah. milk and that's terrible Kahlua. too. I know the first time I played Hey Mister, the fucking the homeless guy made us buy him chocolate milk and vodka. <laughs> that's what he wanted in return for our our, our fucking that's teen a, cobras. That's a black Russian. Yeah, he was like, "Give me a chocolate milk." And a fucking smearing off vodka, or whatever the fuck. It a black was. Russian is basically a white Russian without the milk. Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. Huh. It's just the Kahlua. Oh, I didn't know. The, oh Kahlua. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> Stronger version. Yeah. I shouldn't drink that. My stomach feels crazy. <laughs> that's gross. It does go bad, by the way. Oh, okay. That's what I read. Oh, After, four <laughs> <laughs> After four years. After four years. After four years. Yeah, yeah it's been eight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, every week we give out a hot sack or a hot box brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. They're from the Yucatan. They are. And this week it goes to um, a Reddit user named SurfinMac15. Mm-hmm. Um, we looked at a couple uh, pictures, um, and uh, they, they all belong to them. Yeah, they were they all belong to SurfinMac15. So he had a hamburger which looked kind of nasty, to it be honest. Terrible. Yeah, we, but a really, lot that's of why, yeah, there was a lot of a regular red uh, El Yucateco on it, and then even in the and this is part of it though. Surfing Mac represented because they even said, like, I also just got Teco and I'm about to try it. And then a couple days later, there was a picture of some tacos mm-hmm. with his brand new bottle of Caribbean that mm-hmm. he said he was going to try Which didn't in the previous post. Either. But still, yeah. he was he, he needs represented. He needs yeah. it. He needs yeah. it to elevate that flavor. Because yeah. wherever he's at, um, they got fucking terrible looking food. But you could tell that the tacos were homemade and the burger yeah. was just yeah. from some burger joint. Or their food in that place just looks like that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. said he was a latchkey kid that grew up that way and didn't That's, know any better. Yeah. They do all their cooking in the microwave. Yes. So thank you, Surfer Mac 15. Uh, you will be hit up by Frankie Pigeons. Um, and uh, in that conversation, um, let Frankie Pigeons know if there are any tacos that you don't have. You obviously didn't have Caribbean and you just mm-hmm. tried it. So if there's another one that you want, let us know and we'll try to make sure that you get it. And also speaking of El Yucateco and all their magnificence, um, if you go to their shop at uh, El Yucateco. Shop El Yucateco.com. Shock El Yucateco.com. Mm-hmm. That's it. Shock of Zulu. That's it. Yeah. Shock absorbers. New shock absorbers. Shock And you use our uh, code name. Sofa King. Sofa yes. King. Man, yeah. you want me to do it? <laughs> no, dude. What are you talking about? Fine. This is Perfect. fucking You're doing smooth. great. Yeah, this I'm, is sorry. Smooth. I'm sorry. I interrupted. That was the whole problem. Yeah. So you go to fucking, now you're doing what we do to you. Uh, you go uh, to Shock of Zulu see? and you enter our code name, uh, Bond James Bond 007. Yeah. Yep. And uh, then you get uh, an awesome, unique sticker. And it's not only... even a sticker. It doesn't even stick to stuff. No, it does. No, no, I, heard, I heard it was stickier not. than the Pope. 
Yeah, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> anyway, if you go, if you go, to I the didn't L- get that joke. I reused it. If you go to the Yuka Taco <laughs> shop and you it's use funny, our yeah. code, uh, you get a unique sticker. Some people are already posting it. It's a really cool picture. Um, it, the sticker is out. I think it's like outside of what we normally do for stickers. It's right. very fun. It's very vibrant, mm-hmm. like an orange. You know, mm-hmm. lots lots of color. It looks on like there. a fifty fifty cool, bar. It's a cool mm-hmm. picture of a of a pigeon. Um, digging some El laser Yuteco pigeon while uh, you know, it's a laser pigeon, but it's all there. So go check them out. Use our code and get some swag. And uh, it's important to note to... that small dogs live longer than large dogs. This is it true. Is. Yeah, and make sure you have them spayed and neutered. Yes, that's yeah. very important. Mm-hmm. Right. R.I.P. Bob Baker. Yeah. And then also, Barker. um, a Baker at the top of the show. My <laughs> um. <laughs> We normally like to just thank uh, our patrons because it's very important for us. It really helps us a lot. If you go to Sof King, uh, or if you go to patreon.com uh, black slash Sof King podcast, you can uh, give money to our uh, patronage. Just for a dollar, you get all of our bonus episodes. There's probably like 170 or so of them by this point. Um, but uh, you get swag, you get all kinds of shit on Patreon. And we normally just shout people out who are our patrons. But this time um, we've got... We had a job posting listed mm. and we had some of our patrons applied for the job mm. um, to work for us. And uh, there were some that like, you know, we had so many applications to go through. Um, and, you know, by the way, you don't need to still submit applications. It turns out at the end of the day, we, we just hired we hired ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just saved us all a lot of money in HR. And that yeah. way we weren't worried because if I sexually harass myself, it's just on mm. Tuesday yeah. and there's no, you know, no one's getting sued. Um, but anyway, for this round of app, there were so many applicants. We just had to be like, it was just shotgun approach. We were just like, look at this applicant, uh, hire, no hire. If yes, yes. If no, just, you know, a couple words, why not? Yeah. And we just kind of went around and uh, the first one. So we'll go, we'll go me, Brent, and then you. So you say it. Okay. And boom, boom. So the first one was just Raymond. Yeah. Large gap. Black. Nobody loves. Yeah. So yeah. that was that's that why was these are reasons why yeah, these yeah. are the didn't reasons. Get the jump. Then we had J.C. Russell. Yeah, very small. <laughs> His wiener should have been J.C. Penny, right? Then we have Nathan Garcia. I'm talking about leches <laughs> and berries, basically member berries, but like uh, chili powder coated. Yeah, cereal goes in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we had uh, Ryan G short be like the butter Nate G is cooler yeah yeah so can't argue and then one more that we didn't hire um, and that was um, <laughs> AJ F.A. oh yeah Divine Juggalo J. Yeah, mm. AJFA. It's like Brad Daddy Jazz Hands, like yeah. Ugly Cousin. Yeah, Ugly Nephew. Mm-hmm. Knew there was going to be workplace sexual problems. Yeah. Mm. Phantasm Orgasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which could have been his secondary name. Uh-huh. So I just think that Small name, feet. AJFA Divine Juggalo J. That's fantastic. He's been mentioned before. Still yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Like, you need to up your name game, patrons, because that is like hot mm-hmm. shit. Right yeah, we there. got we got uh, Prometheus Castle Rock, AJFA, 
Gaffleberry Sudafed. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Count Drunkula. Yeah. These are yeah. all, you got competition. Yeah. yeah. So just the names, like if we're going to, you know, if we're going to call somebody out at work and we want to, just calling your name, we want to be happy. Mm. So. Um, from yeah. a clerical standpoint, I would say, please don't make your name some fucked up shit. Because it's really hard to find your ass when I'm fucking looking for shit. No, that's the thing. Like, it's this motherfucker had that name. Right. Like, that name was in use. I think so. Some version of that name is like his Xbox fucking yeah, you know, probably. call sign. Like, that's just a dope name. I don't think he made it up on the spot. It already existed. Yeah. And that's what makes it dope. Yeah. So, if you come up with some dumb shit just for Patreon, we can tell. We'll sniff it out. So, those things we said, that's the reason we didn't hire them? Mm-hmm. That's right. I was yeah. being clear. Because that's why I was yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I was talking about. Yes, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I don't know if we're on the same correct. page. No. Yeah. Okay. And as always, go to Patreon. Or no, I already said that. Yeah, go to Patreon. Become a Dave's patron. Dave's having like Jaegermeister. I am. I'm having Jaeger. I'm stuck. I'm, out. I'm, I'm, back of, I'm in back of the door. He's getting theater, hot sweats. Like looking at yeah. fucking lizards run through the desert. Hot sweats right from now. bad Jaegermeister. <laughs> He's in a step fight. It's going to turn in. You guys are going to turn into Beavis and Butthead in the <laughs> desert. It's fucking start fucking hallucinating. Start sweating. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you guys. And I was like, wait, I drank that too. Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> you said your stomach hurt first. I did. Yeah, that Jaeger threw me off my game. I can't get through shit wow. right now. It's going to be an you interesting. You got to go to <laughs> This is going to be an interesting epizzle for yeah. shizzle. So, uh, but go to uh, podbelly.com to find out some good uh, stuff about podcasting. We are a founding member of Podbelly, and if you uh, have a podcast and you're interested, go check it out. If you want more podcasts to listen to and you're interested, go check it out. But that is podbelly.com. And I think that's all of our uh, opening uh, bizwackle. Frankincense. Mm. Frankincense. Are we doing another one? Murder. Mm. Another ser- one. We're doing a serial killer today. Uh, another job applicant. Oh, no, we're done with the Frank- job applicant. Oh, that was a reason for one of them. Mm. Yeah. Frankincense. And and er yeah yeah, oh, we could have did stuff that rhymed. That'd have been cool. We could this episode. We've got more. Yeah, we do. That wouldn't be very fair. <clears throat> They're legit applying, and then we just do stuff that rhymes and yeah. disregard their application. Yeah, I mean that was serious business before. Whatever I said about berries and pseudo, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember what it was. Cereal bowls. <laughs> so our topic, um, and this this has been brought up on a couple of different topic lists. Um, but it is the one and only Snoop Dogg. Mm. Um, I, here's the thing. I, in the grand scheme of things, I like Snoop Dogg, the rapper, Mm -hmm. like his old shit with Dre. Some of my favorites, you know, really, really good. Most of his catalog I haven't listened to, or I've only listened to like it. Like all the new stuff. He's dropped like like fucking 18 albums or some shit. So I'm not super, I'm not super in like his old school shit. Love it. Love it. It's part of rap DNA. His new stuff, not crazy about it. But as he departs more and more from being identified primarily as a rapper, I think I love him more and more just because he's fucking Snoop. He's he's, funny, man. He's He's intelligent. Hysterical. He's a, he's a very creative guy. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that happens with anybody. We were talking about actors that, you know, they're tired of women. They turn, you know, just turn to men just because, you know, they're, they're bored. And, he's, and we've said this about right. some of the other rappers that we've covered. It's like, there's a certain point where it's like, you kind of think, oh, they're from the street and this shit just took off. And when you really get behind the scenes, you realize, oh, that was all very intentional. Yeah. 
Like yeah. that look, that style, that whatever, you were doing that on purpose to make more money, to market yourself, yeah. to stand out. Like it's all much more calculated than you would think. And with Snoop, I there's a certain point, as we go through the notes, I think that definitely happened. There was a point where Snoop realized, fuck the rap game. I'm going to be the best at everything. Right. Yeah. Like I'm going to conquer TV. I'm going to conquer movies. I'm going to conquer clothes. I'm going to conquer weed. I'm just like, there's a certain point where he realized my equity is in everyone knowing who I am, even yeah. if no one listens to rap. Yeah. You might not have ever heard a Snoop Dogg song and he you fucking Snoop. know who yeah, he there's is. There's old people that know who Snoop exactly. Dogg is. Exactly. And if you look he at did any, a song with Willie Nelson. Right. You know? But if you look at his contemporaries from when he was rapping in, in the early 90s. I mean, obviously, Dre and all that yeah. stuff are different. Yeah. But if you look at the the main people that he started with, you don't know who any of those motherfuckers yeah. are. Like none of them stand out. None of them stood the even people that were as popular as he was right when Dre was dropping. A whole, they don't still have an active fucking career, right? Yeah. Like right now, music or not, but Snoop has just like stood the test some, of time. And some he just do. gets better. Yeah. He just gets yeah. funnier and more Snoopish, and just does more outlandish shit. And I just fucking love Snoop Dogg. Dude. He became friends with Martha Stewart. That's the yeah, strangest thing. Like legit friends with Martha. Stewart. I have to find that potluck show that the Martha. It's out there. Yeah, it's great. Show yeah, they, they cook dinner for celebrities. Yeah. I have to see that. And he and Martha Stewart just sit there cooking. And it started because she had him on her show. Yeah. I think they were on the roast. They were on the roast together. They were on the roast together. And then she started to have him on the show to do cooking segments. And they were just off the fucking dials funny. Yeah. Was he banging her out, you think? Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Come on. He's yeah, like, I'm going to get this dude. prison bitch. Yeah, yeah. You know he did. Yeah. Maybe. Just Come for the, on. Just for the brag. Come on. Like not even for the brag, he just Snoop Dogg. He doesn't. Yeah, need exactly. He doesn't need. No, the brag. that's a funny brag. That's like that is a sure. funny brag. But but <laughs> I fucked Martha Stewart. <laughs> but I wouldn't even. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Martha Stewart to, for being the mastermind of it. Right. Like she does some funny shit, and she's got that that wry smile on her face. That's like I know I'm very aware of who I am and what I'm doing. You know. I think she might have she initiated gives it. Detailed instructions yeah. while you're fucking her. Though. And you yeah. know they've been high as fuck together. Yeah. Oh, like that's awesome. Just... She's like, I'm gonna stroke your dick like a rolling pin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Snoop, I just fucking love Snoop. Put the dog. batter in the muffin. Put the batter. <laughs> <laughs> batter in butter the, the biscuit. Butter the biscuit. Butter the biscuit. Oh, yeah. Um his net worth is 150 million. That makes him like in the top ten wealthiest rappers of all time That's which is good, fucking yeah. saying something because yeah, rappers yeah. are wealthy as fuck so to make that top 10 um but again i suspect the bulk of that money didn't come from rapping you know and i think i think another rapping tactic of him isn't i'm aiming for number one hits it's just market saturation i'm right. just gonna drop an album every fucking year and even if it sells moderately I still sold albums this year. And he was smart know? too. Like he went to the white crowd, you know, he did the Katy Perry sure. collaborations yep. and Lollapalooza and shit yep. like that, where that was smart because I don't think a lot of people, I mean, there's like the run DMC, uh, Aerosmith shit back in the day, rock, right, rock right. rap. Happened, but look what but, it did for them. Right. Well, I guess That's, look what it did for Aerosmith. I can't remember who it really. was. Someone said some funny ass shit. I can't remember who said it. It was on that. I watched that documentary called G funk. And uh, someone said he realized, hey, white kids smoke weed too. Fuck, white kids smoke weed even more because they don't get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he realized, like, that's my crowd too. They fucking, yeah. like, they love the Chronic album. Like, they were like, when that stuff came out, yeah, right. he realized, oh, we have a white crowd. They took to it quicker. They took to Snoop quicker than mm. the black crowd did. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I think so because he was so unique, dude. Yeah. He was even, I mean, 
especially well, considering with, with, with Dre's production behind it. You know what I mean? Like that's where that's really where what kind of hammered it out. You know it definitely I mean? like, did. But I mean, looking at Dre's crew, looking at the death row people at the time, nobody was like flowy and soft. Like everybody was like hard, hard yeah. like easy. E just screaming into the microphone yeah. with that high pitched voice. Everybody was just hard as they could be. Yeah. And even though Snoop would still talk about a gat and fucking capping a motherfucker yeah. or whatever, it was just this smooth, like slick Rick, yeah. like lyrical, funkadelic yeah. kind of laid back flow. He's different, out of, yeah. totally different, dude. Like unlike anything. I know? mean, you got to think who came out like in, in 94, like murder was the case. And then you had like, uh, like Coolio. Mm-hmm. came out with his album outcast yep. you know uh the funkadelic whatever mm-hmm. their first album came out uh you know like you had uh nauseomatic came out in 94 like um like so many good albums 94 i was just telling a youngster um about like hip-hop like in 94 like the, he's like what do you think like 90s hip-hop or like new stuff and i'm like well like 90s hip-hop like like in 94 96 98 like those mm-hmm. years man like we're fucking just off the chain with fucking so much shit that revolutionized music. Yeah. That's still classic yeah, to this dude, day. To this day. You can still, you can mix that in with anything that's today. Right. And it goes, it's viable. Yeah. And not that the well, lyricism watched, is as good or, no, you know what I mean? True. Like, that's but the, or the even beats, like, the flow, the, the feel, yeah. the everything. Even, even looking at there. Public Enemy, it's like the shit that they did was so hard. The music, the guitar, that like mm. nobody ever did shit like that yeah. with rap, and they did it consistently. And I, I was yeah. like, there was I some think, real uh, genius back then. I, I think it was on behind the music. I watched an interview, and I think it was Warren. I think it was Warren G that mm-hmm. said Warren G came out. I mean, said, in '94, uh, yeah. same yeah, shit. Yeah, he said that uh, Dre in production, like Warren G, would go find albums, mm-hmm. like old school albums, mm-hmm. like funkadelic album, like weird shit. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, you go get dad's beat that was popular when, when yeah. these guys were, when these kids were right, babies. Right. And they're young enough that they don't recognize it, but it's already it's in proven, their DNA. And it's in their, it's in their blood. He yeah. said, it's in their blood. Right. And right. Their yeah. dad appreciates it for what it was. They appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And he like bonded across two generations of yeah. people in hip hop because he took his old funk beats and yeah. shit and like worked it in and had them rap over it. Right. And it was just fucking genius. Yeah. So he's had 17 Grammy nominations with no wins. Which I thought was a trip. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, and he's had 17 studio albums. I want to say he's had 18 because I think one just dropped recently. Might uh, be wrong on that. No, I think you're right. I think, I think, Steve, I think he just <clears throat> dropped one. Yeah. Cause I think one just came out not too long ago. It's hard to tell though because he drops a lot of singles in between albums and yeah. stuff like that. And he supposedly has an IQ of 147 which makes him technically on the genius scale. So he's a smart motherfucker. He's a funny, he's so funny, dude. He's so funny funny live. Um, I guess he did a, he did a color commentary on the Tyson fight. I want to go hear that. Like they said, it was hilarious. He was talking about, I've got a couple of clips. It it reminded him of his uncle's fighting at a barbecue. barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) He's done. He's dropped so many singles in 2021. Yeah. So that's got to come together for an album. 10 or 15 of them. And then, um, and we'll get to it. I mean, totally out of out of uh, place, you know, chronologically. But I and I know I mentioned it on. It might have just been on a bonus episode. I don't know if I mentioned it on a regular show. But I have to say, my favorite thing that I watched in 2021 on television, hands down, <laughs> the is the fucking Olympics commentary with him and Kevin Hart on Peacock. I think it was like six or eight episodes long. They're 30 minutes long. 
I have not laughed that hard in so fucking long, dude. <laughs> he says and the, you the think, horse is crip walking. Exactly. And you think Kevin Hart's going to be the one bringing the funny. Right. Kevin Hart's yeah, like the straight man, funny. dude. Kevin Hart is the straight man and Snoop is the one. That, and you just see Snoop say some shit <laughs> and Kevin Hart just fucking loses it. And you're like, this guy is a professional comedian yeah. and he knows yeah. he can't even hang with Snoop just fucking riffing and the shit he says. You know, I think it, it, it lends to the fact that he's like freestyle. Like the freestyle rapping, yeah. you have to be so fucking quick. Quick, like so quick-witted and so intelligent to pull that off for the people that are really doing it. Because yeah. I often wonder, like, I'm, what's your guys' opinion on that? When you see people do freestyle battles, I feel like they show up with some fucking shit in their bag. They got some little like one-liners um, where they know that like this is going to go to this, and they tailor that shit. They have to the night before. No, there, there's, know who they're there's going a lot against. of a lot of guys are just good. Like, yeah. and, right. and really, it's just <clears throat> practice. Like, the more you do it, the more you freestyle the better you get with just going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you might be able to freestyle for a minute at first. And then like after that, and then you just keep going. Yeah. Cause there's like Harry Mack who's on all over TikTok, and he's been on YouTube and he's been around for a long time. And, and you know, all the social media stuff. And he's a white dude, like some right. random white guy. He walks up to people and he'd be like, Hey, I've I've seen you mind dude, if I yeah. freestyle for you? And he just, and he just goes he's and goes about and he, them. Standing he, right there, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. And he's like, and he's on like, he does those like date chat things or whatever, like the, the chat things online, right? Where it's like random people you're chatting with. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, Hey, yeah, I'm a freestyle rap. They're like, what are you like a YouTuber or a gamer? And right. he's like, no, I'm a, I'm a rapper. Cause he has like the stuff on, you know? Right. right. And he's like, give me some mm-hmm. words. Like, give me like three things. And he just starts and he just goes just rolls with it. and you can tell like he, he says some, the, you know, I'm Harry Mack. I'm going to, you know, he does yeah. like the, the the same that kind of thing every once in a while. Like That's he kind of gets in, in that thing. In this day and but age, it's the, you it's, couldn't get away with it. You though, couldn't you because get there's so cold. much video. You get busted. So. No, 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 no. He doesn't yeah. say the same. Like that's not what I'm saying. He's no, not using the same I'm, lines. I'm supporting your argument. Yeah. I'm saying yeah because you, oh, okay, you yeah, would yeah. get busted yeah. if you tried to do it if it was like right out. You know. Flat yeah, out. and he's he's like I mean I there's no way he's writing it unless it's just all fake. You know what I mean? Like he's just he's just a freestyle rapper. Like people just they just practice every single day. Um, and, and that's what he's good at. You know what I mean? He can just rap to you about fucking this mic stand right here. You know right, what I mean? Right, talk right. about it and how it looks and fucking. What's that show you know, where they, there's that show where they sit down. It's like a morning talk show and they bring rappers on and then they fucking just put on a beat. There's a DJ there and then they make the fucking guest oh, rap. Fuck, you just. Yeah, uh, little Dicky was on there, and it was fucking funny. He did like he went on. Black and on Thought and on. went on there and did a fucking crazy, crazy. Yeah, that show's crazy. They just have to freestyle what, on what's the that spot. Dude's name? I'm picturing his face. I'll find it too because I know Black. little Dicky was on it. So if I look at that, it's a popular. It's a radio. Sh- it's a radio. Yeah, it's show. like a morning radio show. Oh, show. Well, there's LA. there's um uh, sway in the morning. Sway, sway in the morning. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Is he out of L. A. Yeah, he's well, he's on Sirius, and then and then um, yeah, he's out of L.A. There's other shows like that. There's right, hip hop, right. all kinds of hip hop shows that have people on in right. the morning. They do freestyles yeah. and stuff like tons of places. Like it's that, impressive, but, but yeah, that's all. Yeah, the, the like, freestyle oh. rappers are a different freestyle. There's some really good freestyle rappers that can't make an album, right? You know right. what I mean? And then there's artists who sit down and take a year to write an album. But that was the thing. I didn't know that Snoop's freestyle game was as strong as it is. A lot of, a lot of, no idea. Yeah, a a lot of rappers, like not new rappers, like some of the new rappers are garbage. There are some good rappers, but like Eminem's an artist, right? But he can also freestyle, right? You know what I mean? Like there, there are some who are. And here's the thing: like Eminem, his freestyle is good for sure, but the shit that he writes is like next level. Yeah, like there's there's a difference. Yeah, but with Snoop, his freestyle. 
is exactly as good as whatever the yeah, fuck he's... Yeah, but his... I, I would argue that his freestyle is probably better than his be written better. stuff it because his, be his, a lot of his written stuff's corny now. Dre, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's Dre more said for, like in the beginning he would go in the studio and he, what do you call him? We call him like one take Willie or some shit. He would fucking just walk in there. It was... And yeah, he was like, whole, certain whole songs were just freestyle. Yeah. He just made it was, right um, then. Yeah. It's because the, the way... He's not a fast rapper. Right. No. He doesn't. He doesn't no. have to. You know. He doesn't have all these flow switch ups. Right. He doesn't have all these things. He's he's pretty basic. He has his own style and he flows. And it's and it's it's not in his own flow is not hard to freestyle that way. Right. 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 Especially if that's what you do for a right, living. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's what you do. So. And um, it goes and it goes back to like dolomite. It goes yeah. back to like like a pimp yeah like pimp talking like if a pimp was hollering at his girls it would be like these funky rhymes that were yeah. funny right and it's like this is what he's inheriting and yeah. like riffing off of i'm like but yeah because i didn't know this so the doc who was in the 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 death row crew one of dr dre's like that top dude's guys. voice is crazy well because he got he's in a like, car wreck and it, yeah. fucked his, it fucked his he was like he would have been like the next thing like okay. his album so that's a the, the doc's his, first accident, album was yeah. fucking great well you death know row. 50 cent sounded just like eminem yeah yeah before he got shot oh really yeah oh weird he had but a yeah, higher so, pitch voice like in rap yeah. and was real similar to eminem but the doc like everybody in death row said he's the best writer here right. like he made his fortune since he got fucked up he made his fortune writing rhymes for everybody else and once dre we're getting ahead of ourselves but once dre auditioned snoop and hired him he was like but you need to learn how to write rhymes so he teamed him up with the doc and the doc sat down and taught him i watched how DOC to talk how to about it rhymes. yeah he, yeah. he said uh, he's like send him upstairs and he come down he'd be like yeah those first four lines are kind of fucking weird yeah this part's good let's move this up you write four more you write four more he's like now we got 16 he's like no, that's how you do it he, right. sh- he showed him how to structure it thematically yeah. and all this shit but yeah. so the doc said in a quote um snoop's rap was a one take willy like, you know, every time was completely fucking different. And right. He could only do one take. He couldn't get through a whole song. But he said, and this is talking about his very first album and said, but his shit was all freestyle. He hadn't written nothing down. He just came in and started busting. Um, the song was the shiznit. Mm. That was all freestyle. Damn. And I had, dude, yes. That that's was a classic. A t- dude. I mean, that's and fucking, it's so good. Yeah. I heard that. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And I even had to go back and re-listen to it. And it is complex. Mm-hmm. And there are completely different tempos yeah. that he comes. It's fucking yeah. brilliant. I, I saw, I'm like, that was you should freestyle? Watch, you should that was your first album freestyle? If you haven't seen the behind the music, definitely worth watching. It's just on YouTube, but it'll play like three times in a row. It's not as long as you think. That's what she said. And then the other <laughs> one was G-Funk. Um, both those are good. But yeah. Dre had an interview, I think, talking about that song. He said Snoop came in. And he's like... We had nothing from zero to that song fully produced and done. It was three hours in and out of yeah. the studio. Yeah. They walked in and just did it. And no, he three said hours, they, they had a whole song. They had a beat. Snoop came in and did his first thing. And he said, he said, uh, uh, Dre cut the machine off, did the chorus and told Snoop to come back in. So he was like, okay, cut, get the fuck out of here. Snoop did the chorus, put some stuff together, said, Snoop, come back in. Here's your next verse. Turn the mic on. Snoop, Snoop didn't even flowed. know what the chorus was no. or anything. And he just said, it's okay, why stop. He was going to beat. Dre yeah. already knew what. <laughs> exactly. Dre heard the yeah. chorus. Yeah. You know? But no, that, that's the, and that's the great song. Anyway, that's the DJ Salty Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, although there's a couple on that album. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the Shiznit. If you haven't heard it, listen to the Shiznit and then w- keep in balls. mind, this is when he was, I don't know, 18, 19 years yeah. old, first fucking studio album. Um, and that was a freestyle. Yep. Like that blew my mind. That's the, is that, that the doom, 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 doom? Yeah. 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 That's that motherfucker. Classic, dude. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I mean that that beat though is like as oh, goosebumps fucked. And yeah, the I mean, great. yeah, the, like I said, Dre's production really sets it apart from being like a basement album. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's sure. where that's where a lot of rappers uh, come out. I, I mean, arguably, a lot of musicians in general um, come out. Bands, country, country, fucking rock, everything. Right. Like you're like, oh yeah, that's a Bakersfield band, right? Oh yeah, that's a fuck. You know what I mean? Those are local bands, right? And then you hear people who come up with shit, and you're like. Oh, oh that's a radio song. You know what <laughs> exactly, I mean? Like that's dude, that shit's exactly. fucking. You know, and I've yeah. had I had friends who were like, they were, um, and they're really good musicians now. Like they were they were just starting out. You know what I mean? And they did some shit, and I'm like, oh shit, like, these couple, motherfuckers I, got potential. You know what I mean? Like right. they're, they're. I have a this couple friends is, that do yeah. shit that blows my mind. Like yeah. uh, fucking Steve Castro makes shit, and you're just like, I see the logic. He'll post it, and you see like the fucking logic project you're like jesus mm. christ like how many tracks on that motherfucker but it just yeah. sounds thick it's like oh yeah. shit yeah, yeah. that sounds yeah. real yeah that's real production yeah and 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 you know you you whether they do anything with it or not is the difference you know right. what i mean but but there are there is a difference and i think i think really with with dre's production behind him if he were just to go pick a beat and rap on it with with his flow right it's not the same because even like new stuff he still has the same mm-hmm. flow and tone yeah, yeah, and everything sure. that he used to for have sure. And it's on these new pop style beats and stuff. And, you know, they try and we're going to throw Snoop Dogg on there with Pitbull because they want everybody to listen right, to it. Right. And it's like it, it's it just doesn't just, hit. No, it, here's it's the thing not, though, with one. It's not to me, what it is. You know, big difference to me is and I love this band, love this band. Anyway, it's one of my favorites on earth is the collaborations that Snoop does with gorillas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking sure. outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. And there's I'll put it in the show notes. That one of the this took me so fucking long to research, by the way. Like it took <laughs> me watching so fucking, fucking long to research music, yeah. this. But there's a live clip of the Gorillas playing at the Glastonbury Music Festival, and Damon Albarn, who's the lead singer for Gorillas, I'm like, it's all animated behind it. Yeah, but they do Clint Eastwood like their right. first big song, and you can just see Damon Albarn like jumping up and down to the crowd, and like he knows Snoop is about to come out, but right. no one else does. He's fucking. And when excited. the camera shines on his face, he is like a fucking kid waiting for his mom. To, I mean, he's just beaming yeah. Yeah, yeah. because Snoop's about to come. And this is they've already worked together and done multiple yeah. songs like they've done, but you could just. <laughs> They just add an extra yeah, but doing a Snoop? stage show like as well. No, as, when the rap would normally come on, they oh. just had Snoop come out and do his he own rap. Part. He oh. just did his oh, own okay. shit. So instead yeah. of Deltron twenty twenty or yeah, whatever yeah, the was, fuck his name, Del Tech twenty twenty, Del 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 the Funkus Homo Homo Sapi fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was Snoop and, but like I said, they've done three songs. They did Hollywood. They did Welcome to the Plastic Beach, and they did one other one. Great, great songs. But yeah, he came out and just fucking tore the roof off. And that was before I even read that thing about freestyle. I was like, this motherfucker right here is freestyling right now. Yeah. And it's off the fucking dials. And the crowd is just fucking. Can you imagine being that confident and just show up to a show? You're like, fuck it. Got high as fuck. I'm sure. Stoned (laughs) out of his mind. And just walks out like, it'll work out. Yeah, but think about, think about how many. How many fucking stages he's been oh, on? Yeah. yeah. How many? How many shows? Thousands and thousands of shows. Yeah, he's and done. if that one sucked, he would just forget it and move on to the next one. Like it's like not <laughs> right. even a thing. Right. Like, it made me it, feel it, so old looking at him, like in the nineties, and like, oh, he's a fucking baby, dude. Yeah. He's literally like eighteen, nineteen. Right. Yeah, he I was like, young. Yeah, kid. I was twelve. You know, and now I mean? he's like, a fucking yeah. old man. Now he's kids fifty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's fifty years yeah. old or whatever. Yeah, but no, that's a great clip. If you like gorillas, um, and if you don't, and you like Snoop, go check it out. I'll put it in the show. He talked about him behind the music about him freestyling in high school, and he said. 
that mm. like he would get in trouble. The principal would think there was a fight because he would just start the crowd rapping, would build up. and crowds would build up around him because it was they were just so into it. And he said that was the moment he realized like, hey, I have a gift of some sort. Mm-hmm. Like people aren't talking shit about me. They're not laughing at me. Like yeah. they're listening to this. They like this shit. Right. And there's a bunch of them to the point that the principal thinks they're about to have a fucking fight over yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, he's a natural. I mean, he's totally a, a natural. So. I'm getting onto the timeline. So he's born October 20th, 1971 in the LBC, Long Beach, California, um, to Vernell Vernado and Beverly Tate. And his real name is, uh, Calvin Broadus Jr. Um, and his, his bio dad was a Vietnam vet. He was a singer. He was a mailman. He left the family a couple of months after Snoop was hey, born. He's a mailman. Uh-huh. Well, of course he left. Exactly. He's got babies um, all over but then she got remarried to um, Calvin Broadus Sr., so they named Snoop Calvin Broadus Jr. Yeah, but like when? I was looking at the math. Three months, months, the math. Waited, yeah, yeah waited for three months is, to name his yeah, ass. Yeah. Sometimes babies didn't have names for a while. Yeah, I know. Maybe. My buddy, uh, Joe, That's he got named Joe. His mom went home two on. weeks and then just named him Joe. Yeah, because she couldn't think of none. That's Joe Cooper. Yeah, cup of yeah. Joe. She was drinking some coffee. The, the man who drew that hammer. Uh, yeah, he went home for he went man, home for two. He's fucking, fucking gifted for sure. Like, or baby talk boy. about wasted talent. No, no, he's... He's baby boy, like our friend baby boy. Like, oh yeah, that's why his his name is baby boy. His his parents didn't give him a name because they wanted him to pick his own name once he was old enough. So his birth certificate just says baby Baby boy Boy. Smith. So everyone just called him baby boy forever, which I think is amazing. That's That's a way fucking better name. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. What do you want your name to be, Michael? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Baby Um, boy's better. But doesn't he have a name now? Like it's Chris or some shit or what is it? Something. I thought he does have a name now. I just always call him baby boy. I call him baby boy too, but like I don't. (laughs) I I think. And I know that he had a whole whole lot of trouble because we went to Iceland together because we presented at the same conference and it was a nightmare for him to get his. Right. To get a fucking uh, passport because passport. Yeah. they were like, but, but what's your real name? Like, and he was like, it's baby boy. Like, here's the birth certificate. And they were like, well, that's not a name. And he was like, but it's my name. It's on my birth certificate. It doesn't matter. It's on my, my driver's license. Like, fuck like, weed dill pickle. Like, that's yeah. what's on like, the that's fucking, fucking Jesus so Christ. So he, he had a whole, whole lot of trouble. So um, <clears throat> he had a, they named it. You don't pick your nicknames. He got called Snoopy and uh, uh Right away, like when he was a kid, his parents thought that he looked like uh, Snoopy from Peanuts. So they call, started calling him Snoopy and Snoop. Um, and then as he grew up, it, it morphed into Snoop Doggy Dog, and that became the name that he runs with. Um, and they CGI'd him into a dog and shit. It looked like it. Like best yeah. CGI ever. That weird morph. That morph when he turns into a Doberman in his first video. Apparently, it's uh, Tina Zabko's birthday, and it's on the live feed. They're like blowing it up to try to get us to say happy birthday. Uh, so. Happy birthday. Happy Tina birthday, Zabko. Tina. Um, so uh, he was um, musically gifted. He played the piano young at the at the church. Uh, he grew up singing in the church, and then he started rapping in sixth grade. And um, just you know, poor family in Long Beach. And you know, he did a number of jobs. He sold candy, delivered newspapers, he bagged groceries, he did whatever he had to do to try to make ends. There meet. was a whole crew. It was on, I think it was on the G Funk one I watched, and like all those kids, like Warren G and all those motherfuckers, like a bunch of little, little kids were like little half dead. candy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little half dead. So that's the best name ever, dude. You know who that is, Brad? Little half dead. Yeah. I was curious. I thought they Brad were in was the two oh three together. He like I said, I didn't know. I, I remember him being referenced in a couple of He's like, uh, with my homie Lil Half Dead. Like, he talks about <laughs> Lil Half Dead a couple times in his song. But yeah, they came up together because I guess Nate Dogg is his cousin. Um, and Warren G which is, is how Trey's Nate, stepbrother. Yeah. Which is so I Nate Dogg got rolled into the crew through Snoop. 
and then was on every fucking death row album which they did warren g fucking wrong dude he fucking he was the one that gave fucking snoops like mixtapes and shit to dre over and over and over and uh there's an interview and dre's like yeah it's like little brother shit i was like yeah whatever like do whatever you're gonna do mixtape kept avoiding him he's like he was already fucking nwa and a bunch of crazy shit right right this is just my little brother fucking around some mixtapes then finally that he got some play or whatever they played it for him he's like oh fuck and he freaks out. They probably like, snuck it on. He was like, oh, who's this? Yeah, like, that's yeah, the yeah, point down like yeah. that. But then through all that, they fucking uh, pushed Warren G out. He got like no credit. He really actually is the one that got Snoop into like yeah. Dre's hands. Mm, yeah. And he was there during all the production and helped find some of the fucking like mm-hmm. songs without finding records. He was always in the studio during all that recording. And there was some story where they went to go fly out on tour and they all went to the fucking airport and there just wasn't a ticket for Warren G. Oh, no. And no. he was just like fucking He must have did something. Yeah, right. He must have did man. something. They said it had something to do with fucking uh, Suge Knight or some shit. Probably. That's point. what he yeah, said. Exactly. Death Row. But they said uh, yeah. that he said that too many hands in the Dre pot. still should have been able to make it happen, you know? Like mm-hmm. there was there should have been like at that point though you're just dre like you're not the owner of the yeah. record company but you know snoop what was I mean? like, you could money. tell snoop was real bothered by yeah. it like he's like man i went upstairs and he's like well where's there, where's warren like where's everyone else and he's like oh they're gonna come up later and so he signed his shit and then he found out like no they're not they're not doing anything rough. with them yeah and he got jacked so he still had, was remorseful about it you could tell that he was trying to show like hey i didn't know but for a couple of for a while there warren g was on like everybody's fucking albums like that motherfucker had to make some money. So he told yeah. him go. Do, then Dre told him he's like, "Hey, you got to be a grown up. Go do your own thing." And then he fucking did. And they got a Def Jam. And so then they came out with Regulate, and then blew everyone's right. fucking mind. Because right. like, who doesn't know every word to fucking Regulate? Right. Yeah, which is sad because I mean, he was kind of just one hit wonder. Right. You know what I mean, like that was right. the song, and then right. kind of he 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 was on a bunch of albums and stuff, and like he he did some stuff. But like the most notable thing, if it's Warren G, it's Regulate. You know, yeah, Regulators for sure. For sure. So, and but, then then, Snoop, but Nate Dogg kind of made stage. that though. Yeah, you know and I mean? Nate Dog was on more album. Nate Dog, Nate Dog every yeah, yeah, album. Nate Dog, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nate Dog is Nate Dog. Like yeah. that's you know uh, often replicated, never duplicated. That's right. You know? So uh, in '93, um, he started. So the the articles kind of word it funky, and I my my interpretation of all this is that Snoop never joined the Rolling Twenties Crips, but he was in their crew. Yeah. Like he just, I think he hung out with them all the fucking time. He would go do shit with them. He'd probably got kid, caught up in crimes with them, but he was never a member of the gang. Yeah. Cause never he didn't got, need to be a member of the in. gang to yeah. fucking be hanging out yeah. with them and fucking around. Cause all the, all the accounts are that no, he was never in the gang, but there's all this evidence of him getting arrested time after time with members of the, of he the, he throws up a lot of crib. Yeah. He you know, does. I mean, he that's, does. That's, you know, um, that's, yeah, that's his, that's his set. Think, um, think after the the murder fucking trial, he was like, nah, yeah, nah, nah. Kind of back. <laughs> I hung out with yeah. him a little. No, bit. look, I did a song with <laughs> yeah, the game, and yeah. he's a blood. Like we're we're good, you know. So yeah, for a couple of years, from like eighty nine to ninety three, he was just off and on doing short jail stints for just getting caught up in dumb shit all the time. Um, and then yeah, so he started he started uh, rapping. He did uh, he he made the group two one three, which was him and Nate Dog and Lil Half Dead. And then um, I don't think it ever went anywhere. But then later, after he had several albums out, he came back and did a full album with them. Kind of like 
uh, Eminem and D12, Eminem and D12, <laughs> Ice Cube and the West Side Connection. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, these are yeah. people that they rapped with come before they, they got help big, and up. they come yeah. back and help them up with. Because yeah. West Side Connection was fucking good, and they actually, did a, they yeah, did a actually, West Side Connection album was pretty dope that they came yeah. out with. Like once, once Ice Cube got yeah. big and they came out, yeah. actually, it was with a the real dope album. album that was a fucking album was popping. Like and that was some bit. West Side yeah. shit. That was the yeah. middle of the East Side that, West Side. Yeah, and that's some tension. Yeah, and that shit, like, yeah, you're playing like when you listen to like. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, you know, or you listen to the Chronic, you listen to, you know, uh, Doggy Style, mm -hmm. this is a West Side Connection, you, yep. know, you know what I mean? Or even yeah. at that point, West Side Connection, it was like, uh, uh, the chronic 2000 you right. know what i mean yep. like it was later on yep. but uh yeah it, it, like that shit's like west coast hardcore dude <laughs> yeah east coast was coming with some soft ass shit you know what i mean he had yeah. fucking big pun on his big ass scooter because exactly, he was too big dude. for a motorcycle you know <clears throat> yeah so uh so he makes uh mixtapes um and uh he uh again he's taking on like if you don't know who who slick rick is you need to educate yourself oh my god but there's a very i mean he's got a very slick rickish yeah, kind of very, flow very, to him yeah. and, which no one else has digital like, underground no, humpty, yeah yeah dumpty. that's true humpty's yeah, got humpty, it humpty, yeah. humpty snoop dumpty, and yeah. slick rick that's it like it's humpty a dangerous dance, it's a dangerous dance, ring to jump into hump. yeah um and he even remade uh Lottie Dottie, who yep. likes to party. Yep. Yeah, he went we into that. Cause yeah. trouble and we don't bother nobody. nobody. Yeah. And even, yep. even like pop it like it's hot, like in the background, that like funky mouth beatbox, which is different than a normal beatbox. That was some old Slick Rick shit, you know, yeah. on Lottie Dottie. Yeah. Like that was just, so he's totally, he knows he's riffing on that style and uh, taking All I remember it is there was a chick, like some druggy <clears throat> chick that used to walk across the fucking uh, the sidewalk and she would do drop it like it's hot across the fucking crosswalk. It would take her like three minutes to make it across the crosswalk. She had some little Bluetooth speaker and she would walk and then be like, drop it like it's hot. And every time that happened, she hit her fucking ass to her heels and like bounced around a dance and then stood back up, took a couple steps. She was just in the fucking music. And be like, drop funny. it like it's hot. And, and I have to admit, <clears throat> like... Drop It Like It's Hot is not by any means my favorite Snoop Dogg song. And there not. is never an instance in my life that I can think of where something really makes me want to dance. But that fucking song, <laughs> you want to drop like, it like I that, feel that, it, dude. And that see, and beat that's, kicks up and I'm like, And that's oh, Pharrell. You know shit. what I mean? Pharrell. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they, you know, uh, all, all that stuff's intentional. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they know like this is going to be hot in the club. Yep. They get DJs to play it. Yep. And it's fucking no matter where that song comes on. It's fucking, that's what's happening. To this you know day, I mean? dude. You could go out to a parking lot and start doing it. Almost, Some girl's going to fucking drop that down. That song's you know? almost 10 years old. Yeah. And if that fucking, I guarantee you, if there's a slow minute at a fucking, yeah, it's at a fucking, fucking club yeah. and someone drops, the DJ drops that fucking song still on, on, people are running back to the fucking yeah, dance floor. You got the train, woo, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's 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 gonna happen, you know. Ridiculous. Song. Yeah, but but that's that's the that's the science of it, you know. Like they yeah. they know right, uh, and then you put Snoop's voice on that. Yep. You know what I mean? It's and just Pharrell like, probably came up with that beat and was like, "God damn, like who's got this?" Yes. And they were like, Snoop. "Well, no, you know right away, like when you're when you're doing <clears throat> yeah. it, you're envisioning like who's." It's just like if you were producing a documentary and you're like, "This is Morgan Freeman." Or right, this is some right. this is some British guy like this. I hear this over it like this is what we're looking for. You know, um, and there was a you, big, you hear speaking it. of documentaries by the way. There was a big petition um, <clears throat> on change.org. I think it was the TV show Planet Earth. Mm. Like bit, you know, nature, 4K. Yeah, no, that shit, fuck, dude. That fuck, I watch that shit. There dude. was a huge petition to redo the show. 
with Snoop Dogg as the narrator. I, yeah, I mean, you could, I, I could see that. <laughs> it would have been fucking great. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Planet Earth is fucking amazing. Oh, it man. is amazing. Dude. Like the, the <clears throat> shit that they show on oh, there, and the, and the videos they've shot, and unreal. oh my god, how those cameramen even yeah. got there, like the fucking you know? polar bear, like about the yeah. Antarctic and stuff, yeah. like with the That's polar bears. That's what always impressed me is that the host is there, but some motherfuckers <sighs> lugging a camera on their <clears throat> yeah. shoulder yep. while they're following. Yeah, the, the one guy's just watching it, doing the narration in a and booth fucking, in London. Yeah. yeah, and 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 you know, yeah, some. They're out there for months on yeah. end, getting, multiple teams. just waiting for this flower to open yeah, to get yeah, a time exactly, shot. Dude. Yeah, you know of of, right. of this fucking yeah. It's it's amazing, yeah, man. It is amazing. Um. So yeah, he re he freestyles over "Hold On" by En Vogue on a mixtape, and that's what gets into Dre's hand. And Dre's like, "Bring him in." Hears him, uh, and then immediately. I wonder if you can get that. Um, Is that a song that got released? <clears throat> I don't think so. That'd be kind of cool. That was probably a mixtape being sold to the fucking LA yeah. swap meet. It's, a, it's um, fucking someone's gone. got one in a it's box. The ET, yeah, for man. sure. Yeah, somebody yeah. probably has. I mean, yeah. it might be out there. Yeah, it might be out there. Um, so then, and Snoop was, uh, or uh, Dre was getting ready to do a couple of things. He did a song called Deep Cover off of the film called Deep Cover, and then he had him, uh, which was super good marketing on Dre's, Dre's part. So he's doing the chronic in 92, which is his first big post NWA album. And he sneaks Snoop into multiple songs and the little bits in between the songs. And no one's ever heard of this guy before, right, but it's yeah. Dre. And there's this motherfucker named Snoop Dogg. Right. And they do some songs together. He's dope. And then all of a sudden we're going to drop his, his album, album and it's just going to fucking blow up. And it does, yeah. you know, so the whole thing was very strategic and they released so like highly style. anticipated. Yeah. Did he coin chronic like for weed? Like, did he like, I, I, I don't know on something. It was like Who, the Dr. J. Well, Dre, Snoop, whoever, like no, they, well, Dr. J had Chronic out before, right? And no, I mean that type of weed, though, like did the they, Chronic, because that's what the Chronic is named. It after. It was the probably weed. a term that was, I mean, even like everybody says that Snoop came up with the Izzle talk, and he yeah. didn't. That's kind of a crip, Long Beach, you know, right? Uh, that's like a th- like even the guys that we would recruit from Watts and bring up to Bakersfield for Cal State, like they did that whole izzle speak hardcore right you know and this is like 89 90 so by the time snoop came out and everybody was like freaking first hearing it and freaking out about it i was like oh all the homeboys at cal state talk like this because they're from watts and they're grape street crips like it was already a thing you know but he did popularize so there's a there's an article on mtv.com and it says uh this snoop dog talking he says a white boy came through had some sh- called hydroponic. I found it right now. Uh, the Los right Angeles now. native recalled of the day in 1991, but we got so motherfucking high. Uh, they said it was hydrochronic, <laughs> and that's when he started calling it chronic. Yep, I was reading that while so, you were reading, reading that. That's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> smoke some of the hydrochronic. So he said in ebonics, we all got our own way of saying shit and translating what we thought we heard. Snoop added, uh, and that's what we thought we heard. So that they started is funny shit. So Dre produces Doggy Style in 93. Jesus Christ, 93. Number one on Billboard Top 200 charts. Uh, who am I? What's my motherfucking name? Um, Gin and Juice. Uh, yeah. They're in there. Um, and it just fucking blows up. Uh, he um, And I think that, and even uh, Murder Was the Case. Yeah, Murder Was the Case. uh, You know, great fucking song, dude. That was like, 
that song was a game changer yeah. and i don't know why i can't put my the first time i heard it's that not song, even I one of my like, favorite songs but, but i was like one of the this most is memorable. like nothing else i've yeah. ever heard yeah. on that fucking song maybe it was the yeah. tone the beat like man. it was so the, somber the fucking beat was just like, like yeah oh my god wasn't there yeah. some dramatic like short movie and like production of it there was like some woman crying in front of a casket and a bunch of craziness yeah it all the video yeah, yeah. And, and and yeah it was just so different maybe it was just because it was the other it was on the uh, like Gangster rap was all glorifying, you know, shoot a nigga, bust a cap in his ass, yeah, whatever. And this end. was cut to afterward. Yeah. You know, okay, tried. now what? Yeah. You're the gangster that killed somebody, so now what's yeah. up? You know? Yeah. And I think maybe that was what made I think, it I think all the... We, we finally saw the consequences yeah, and, of gangster rap and, in a rap song. Like you Snoop, know? Snoop Dogg, like, they, they really did a good job of, like, you know, you had NWA and you had all these, like hardcore gang at, at this time too you have rbl posse you have a lot of like mm-hmm. groups that are just like gangster rap right uh and it's hardcore gangster rap mm-hmm. uh then you have snoop come in who gives a different take on it right has the parties has the you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like like tupac with you know gangsters party you know like right. nothing but a gangster party right. you know like and they and they start bringing in that that era of like, oh, we're not shooting people right now. You know what I mean? Like we're, unlike, we're getting high and we're drinking we're, yeah. and we're partying. Unlike you know? a whole lot of gangster rappers, like Snoop has like a past. Yeah. He's got a rap sheet. Yeah. He fucking was, he wasn't a well, member, even, but he was hanging even out with the, in, with NW, the NWA. Um, you know, Easy E was, was the, the guy. One. He was the guy. With yeah, the everybody else was like, Doctor J was dressed up in an <laughs> yeah, alien yeah, yeah. outfit at a fucking yeah, you know techno concert. Ice Cube you know? just got done at UCLA. Yeah. you know, it's yeah, like so. But it's cool. Snoop like graduated from high school. Like he got it done. Graduated mm-hmm. from high school, but mm-hmm. then like weeks later was incarcerated. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and went right. to prison for a couple. And, years and that's all speaks to you know he's still hanging out with the same old dudes. You right. know what I mean? Like they're they're all hanging out together. And you know you're the liquor that, store. I think it, I think like the legit street cred, like helped him to do the softer sell. Yeah, like everybody, he doesn't have to come super hard because people are like, "Oh, that motherfucker's legit." Yeah. He doesn't have to fucking come out hard. He's like, "We already know." Yeah, just give it a fresh you know, take. Yeah, well, and yeah. even if he didn't know, it's just something completely True. different. True. You know, like you said, when you hear, you know, when you listen to, I mean, and I can't imagine anybody out there that's listening that hasn't heard the album. I guess. They probably have, right? Because you have people that hate hip hop or whatever. I, there's but, probably um, a lot of people who haven't listened to the album, but I'm yeah. sure people know the singles, know the songs. Yeah. Hear them, yeah, but I would, I would, I would challenge you to even if you don't like hip hop or or you listen to it occasionally, if you haven't listened to the album from beginning to end, to do it as to a listen as an album, as a whole as an know? album, yeah. which we don't we don't do no, anymore. Most people don't. Someone yeah. said that too. They said uh, the tracks were just like one to the next. Like you can't yeah. in that interview, like, you can't skip a song. You got to listen. You're missing to, this shit to in an entirety. ending. Yeah. Well, you're missing the ending. You know, like yeah. you're missing, there's always a little intro yeah, skit in the beginning. You know, what do you want to be? I want to be a firefighter. Yeah. You know, like there's like you know like <laughs> right, right. I want to be a motherfucking gangster. Exactly. You know, like you're missing all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. Um, it's funny you said that because they someone literally said that in the documentary was like that it's an album in its entirety it was produced that way like yeah. you need to listen to it as a whole yeah you ha- you you really do um and and i would i would say um i think it's one of the most i mean i think it's one of the most i think it's in the top 10 most important hip-hop albums. i think so too and i i think like like albums like you know cypress hill's black sunday is mm-hmm. kind of the same way you mm-hmm. have you have interlude like like cypress hill is is one that comes to mind when i think of like when you when you listen to it, like what's in there? What, right. what what's there? And and DJ Muggs with Cypress Hill like 
real and and again it comes down to production and, mm-hmm. and layout of the album and that's a big part this was like this was the this was like the moment dre mastered his craft yeah like yeah, this yeah. was and you can just feel it on yeah. every second of the album he's just discovered <laughs> snoop dog which again like just speaks to how much money dr dre fucking has he discovered yeah. fucking snoop dog yeah you know? and eminem and <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean like yeah, these guys right. are just right you know uh and whether they yeah. arguably discovered them outright or not you know what i mean he they takes si- the credit for it he signed them and he's making them so yeah i i say like like there's certain albums like that and i think that was really big back in the 90s is where especially in hip-hop the skits you know no, what i mean huge, um, dude. Uh, and you that have to huge. listen to the whole album in its entirety yeah, yeah, yeah. to really understand yep um <clears throat> there's some artists that still do that today i mean brother yep. lynch got signed eminem um, still does that eminem still does it yep. and brother lynch got signed to strange music with tech nine and uh-huh. brother lynch is known for doing those types of things you know like where like they're dragging out a body and they're trying to hide <laughs> right, it or, right, you know what i mean right. it's all part of like this thing you know and and, and you listen to that album in entirety and uh, it becomes something different. Well, it's not it just the song. It helps to or create the characters in, in the songs. Exactly. Like it helps yeah. to. It set brings it. The, it makes it a movie. It's a. It's. Right. It's literally yeah. uh, the the vocal rep- representation and the you know the music of a movie. Yeah. It turns um, the whole thing into a narrative. Yeah. Like yeah. Actual, yeah. That, yeah. It's really really good. Um, and again, he gets hit with all the same criticism. We've talked about this on other. You know, uh, he's hyping up violence he's misogynistic you know talking you know calling women hoes um all the you know uh anti-police uh pro-gang pro-violence um all of that stuff is in there you know to which of course dre always says and even jimmy Iveen says no they're not glorifying it they're writing music that represents what's happening right yeah. now you know it's it's, it's real this isn't yeah. it's real but it also isn't real these are their this is this is their rap persona yeah you know ice cube isn't really ice cube you yeah. know that guy in nwa you know calvin brodus is i guess at this point he is but at the time it's like that's not snoop dog there's calvin brodus and there's snoop dog yeah or it's like there's eminem and there's slim shady it's like yeah. there's a there's a well, level it, was, it was big like you don't see rappers under fire like they were in the 90s not at all um nowadays you know no. now nowadays you got you know little wayne you have you know all these people that are uh you know you have drake and granted things have gotten a lot softer but they still talk about drug use and right you know and there's other you know groups out there that are or, or rappers that are talking about killing people and whatever else you know um but i mean even group even guy like insane clown posse you know what right. i mean like right Esham, you know, like like uh, guys who talk about killing people, mm-hmm. they were always under fire, right. whether from other rappers or from, you know, the news outlets. Um, and, and I think, you know, uh, a lot really. It might have been necessary for like uh, almost marketing at that point, too, because you didn't have the Internet like you have now. It, it was a proponent, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was one of those things like if you can get. On the news. Yeah. If you can get on the news, like think about when they pulled NWA's album. Yeah. How many more people wanted oh, it? For right. Because now it's not available. <clears throat> or two right. life, and it's like, two was it? Crew yeah, two life, life crew. Yeah. yeah they're right. fucking on stage. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they got orgies happening, yeah. you know? Doo-doo brown. Um, yeah. yeah. Doo-doo brown. <laughs> so Doo-doo yeah, brown. I really, I really feel like, yeah, that was definitely part of it. The marketing was different. Um, but I feel like, uh, there isn't that chase 
to go after musicians like there used to be. No. You know, and I'm not just saying rap music, but I'm saying uh, everybody's got yeah. it. You know, I mean, you had, you know, I you think had groups like Slipknot and stuff, you know, that they were like, you know, going after them because, oh, they're the devil. They're wearing devil masks. And they're going and, you know, after Marilyn Manson. Like, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And, we, and we not had, anymore. You know, now we had now that it's, censorship battle and like the fucking mania of, mm-hmm. of Dungeons and Dragons and things yeah, like that from yeah, the yeah. 80s until yeah. now where yeah. it was like, well, music's causing kids to do crazy stuff yeah. and video games. It went into video games. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like on to the next. And I think we fought that battle and everyone's like well now we just have family guy and they can say whatever the fuck they want pretty much Rick yeah. and Morty much. you know what I mean like you just have crazy right. shit it's a little by little it's gotten to be where Marilyn Manson is in his offensive and it's, yeah. I mean it's like, also ooh, it's, another, it's funny, another, another dude with titties it's like, also a weird thing about you know, culture like even when we did that Larry Flint episode like this is the same exact moment in time when Larry Flint is constantly battling Congress to have yeah. the rights to say yeah. whatever he wanted to say in his magazines and it's like this is like a whole thing with like Tipper Gore and everybody's like mm. coming after everybody like everything wanted to be puritanical and all these people were knocking down those barriers and saying fuck the police yeah. and yeah. killing niggas and that's where, and, and that's and where like, I mean that's where hip hop was an instrumental you know part of yeah. those things you know so and we're doing it now um, right now it's gender you know what yeah, I mean? that's true. what's happening right yeah. now yeah. Chappelle's in trouble and yep. comedi- yeah. comedians are in trouble right now yeah but. Yeah. So that, that's just the battle we're fighting now and we'll yeah. look back and be like remember all that fucking shit and now we just yeah. say this or we yeah, just accept exactly, that yeah yeah so a murder trial, and it was kind of hard to find information on this, to be honest. Everyone just referenced the murder trial as if you knew exactly what the fuck was going on. Yeah, he killed um, uh, Nicole and uh, Ron Goldman. No, that was... Uh, that was Orange uh, Juice. Yeah, that was Orange Juice. Minute Maid did it. Yeah, yeah. Orange um, Juice Jones. Remember him? Yeah. I saw you and him walking in the rain i pay for this jacket you <laughs> <laughs> i know that sit song. your ass down because yeah. you cold busted, cold busted. <laughs> taking all your credit cards your diamond ring your furs yeah i know that whole fucking song That's i bet yeah. when uh uh cold busted what's the guy from glover from community danny glover it's not danny glover but it's like danny glover Manny from Glover show community. I don't know that show. Ah, fuck. You know, community. He did a, he did a, he just made know. fun of that song. Really? On Saturday People don't know Night that Live. song. That's funny. I'm glad I knew that. Cause like, I, I do know the whole fucking I've song. Heard that I, song. Tried I, I don't remember it. Like, I've heard it that. though. I know the words. For sure. But the other I, one I, you made me think about when they have skits, but I knew I get fucking like clown. Donald Glover. Clown, Donald clown Glover. for mentioning it was Candyman, knocking boots. But I remember there was oh, yeah. funny ass yep. skits in the middle of that shit. He was like, yep. Rad, Brad, Chad. He's like, next up, Muhammad Malik Abdul Shabazz Davis. How you doing, <laughs> Muhammad? You remember that shit? He's like, how you doing, Muhammad? Yeah. <laughs> um, so he uh, gets arrested in connection with the death of a gang member from a rival gang, um, which, so apparently, he was living in an apartment complex in uh, West LA and um, in the intersection that he lived on, he and his driver, and this is when he was recording his second album. I think he was recording the dog father when this happened. So his first album had just dropped. And um, so supposedly his uh, driver fired a gun and killed a guy from another gang that was like creeping on their street, like on the block. And they both got arrested or no, his friend, he was, he was driving. driving. Yeah. He was driving. The other guy was his bodyguard, but part of the gang crackdown laws were that, you know, 
even if someone else pulled the trigger and you were driving with them, you yeah. were just yeah. as eligible for you technically were driver, you did drive you were guilty for murder. Yeah. If you didn't drive straight to the police station, right? <laughs> then yeah, you're in trouble. So they got arrested. Johnny Cochran, who defended Orange Juice Jones yeah. after he killed his wife and yeah, Kurt he Cobain, did a good job. Um, uh, Johnny Cochran <laughs> was his lawyer, yeah. and um. Uh, defended him and got him acquitted. They both, they the both glove don't off. fit. You must acquit. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so he gets acquitted for murder. And again, if you're in the gangster rap business and you just fucking did a major national case with fucking Johnny Cochran about a fucking drive by shooting, that you were involved in. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all you, the, you can't yeah. buy that. You know what? No, the problem dude. was he did like the, the happy Gilmore where he hired the bum to carry his clubs. You know what I mean? Like it was his old gangster friend. He's like, right. Hey, I'm gonna give you a few bucks to drive, you know, right. fucking bodyguard. Me. Right. Yeah. And that was like, fuck it. He's still fucking gangster. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Like, oh fuck. I had to get him. He's right there. He's like shit. <laughs> I was on the way to the studio. Yeah, yeah, fuck, man. Yeah. Why you got to be shooting people? It probably um, did go down like that. It, it probably, probably did. did. Yeah, he, he hired <laughs> yeah. one of his homies. It was yep. a fucking crib. Then what's still. he going to do? Not going to turn him in. He's like, fuck. Yeah. No. Got to drive away. Well, get you're fuck not, out yeah, of you're not snitch, snitch, yeah. get stitches. And again, it shows how smart he was because right away, his first album drops, and by his second album, um, Snoop is already fuck Suge Knight, fuck Death Row. Yeah. These people are fucking ripping me off. Yeah. And he just fucking made the move, dude, which had to be bold as fuck. Yeah, and though, I mean, uh, your, like this was your album Knight popped off. motherfucker. And yeah. your album just popped off and yeah. you're signed to do a second one. And you said, fuck you, Suge Knight. Yeah, but the thing is, though, mm-hmm. like when you're real, when your friends are real gangsters, things change. Oh, take, I take that back. The second album was still with Death Row. Yeah. Dre left Death Row and didn't produce it. Yeah. But then he stayed with Death Row for the second album, but there was already tensions because yeah. he was realizing what was going on with Suge. Yeah. Like I said, what, mm. when, when you're, when Suge's up against an entire fucking gang community with yeah. all your Everybody's friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's yeah. like, do you really want to fight that fight or are you going to let him go? You know, like right. it's, it's, someone was talking about uh, Death Row Records and they said, man, it's such a different atmosphere. Like when you're like messing, when, when you're recording with Dre, like he's fucking playing the piano and everyone's in there and they're fucking cool yeah. and like dre was like extra creative and he wasn't greedy about money he didn't even care he just want to make shit and then like suge knight like no musical talent he couldn't rap or play yeah. piano or do anything he was, he was just, just a the businessman yeah. he was right. just fucking right. said you go to that studio and there was like you'd open the desk drawer looking for a fucking pen and there should be guns He's, yeah. there's guns everywhere you're just yeah. like fuck what am i doing like yeah. what is yeah. this going yeah. on in here there's guns yeah. everywhere so he created doggy style records um which was an offshoot of death row records and he started signing artists um, when he was just young as fuck still. This is still in 95. Um, he does, uh, he collaborates with Tupac. And I mean, that's do, fast as shit. Yeah. From 93, dropping your album at the end of 93 to, to 95. Record signing label, your own. signing people. That's a lot of money. Fuck that he yeah. Got. I mean, Doing that's, shit with that's, Tupac. Yeah. And that's a lot of money that he got, but that's also... I realized that Suge is fucking me and taking oh, all my sure. money. Yeah, yeah. Like, so how much money would he have yeah. gotten if Suge wasn't yeah. fucking him? You know, it's also good that he was just a fucking pothead because he could have turned into anything else. Like True. all that money at 19, it could have been a drug disaster of pills and shit. Yeah. Right. But he, he just, just wants to weed. Just weed. Yeah. 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 Weed's like the cheapest drug you can get. Exactly, dude. So he does to America's most wanted with Tupac, which was one of his last singles before he went to Tupac Island. Um, uh, he died six days after they recorded Damn. that track. Um, and uh, then the dog father came out in 96, um, which wasn't quite as big of a hit because it wasn't a Dre joint. You yeah, know? for sure. Like that, that's um, huge, but it was still a good, you know, a good album. 
and uh, he gets out of death row and uh, has to fucking go to mega battle with Suge Knight. He did release a track called Fuck Death Row. Um, which <laughs> under uh, their label, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, like, yeah, you, yeah. Make money on this. <laughs> yeah. in their studio, yeah. yes, yep. Um, but uh, yeah, they were holding, they were withholding royalty payments, they weren't giving him his money, but they just kept like, here's a new car, Snoop, here's some more weed, Snoop, mm. you know, here we're gonna fly you to Jamaica. They Snoop. tried to do like, what they did to everybody yeah, else, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. just didn't work just out. Just throw yeah. some crumbs at you, yeah. and realistically, I'm thinking a lot of that had to do with Dre. Dre had to be like, look, Snoop, I don't mean to dick you out on your second album, but I'm out of here. Suge's fucking robbing everybody. Yeah. You know, and if you were uh, smart, drop the shit out of here. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I know you're probably on contract for the next one, but on the third one, you need to be somewhere else. Um, so he ends up leaving death row, uh, has a huge falling out with Suge Knight. And then he goes to masterpiece, no limit, uh, records. And from that point on, he's kind of a free agent. Like he signs with different label after different label. He goes from Master P to fucking Pharrell. And at that time, though, Master P was fucking like all their shit. Sea Murder, Master P, like motherfucker. They were fucking killing it. I think at that point, it's just production collaboration. It's just like mixing it up with other artists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, Different production, like different insight. He's got his own label. Like he's got a bunch of money. He could do, he could record whatever the fuck he wants. But when you're signing with other people, it's probably just more of a business deal. Like, hey, you get when you sign with you get these other people. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's gonna work together. And he starts to get away from gangster rap wisely. He's like starting like not only in in theme but in sound, and then just making conscious decisions. Like Brent said earlier, he signs to do Lollapalooza in like '97. Yeah, rappers weren't doing no Lollapalooza. No. Like like Lollapalooza wasn't. Even, I mean, it was a big thing, but it was like a very particular type of band would play yeah, Lollapalooza, white. and Snoop shows up. Yeah. And you know, I think that's what made him realize, like, oh, shit, white kids love Snoop yeah, Dogg. Like, yep. white kids fucking love him. And uh, so he starts to step out. Uh, he just fucking album after album. I mean, I'll skip all the albums that that, that he's releasing throughout this whole time. Um, in 2000, he directed um, Snoop Doggy Dogg's Doggy Style, which was a porno through Hustler. Yeah. Um, which was Larry. I remember Gray. that one. I, yeah. Yeah. I remember um, when that came out, like it was fucking. And he's, I don't understand, like he produced it, but he went, like, he, he went had through storyline behind it. She's like, I'm gonna need your ass. He to be fucking threw the money behind yeah. it. And no, it was the porn. Yeah. He was the producer. He's fucking, he produced yeah. it, and it, he he was the producer listed under Michael J. Corleone, which oh, wow. was funny. And then he released a second one because that that one won the AVN Awards, <laughs> the American. Vagina Nationals. I don't yeah. know what the AVN awards are, but I mean, it's adult, adult video, adult video adult, or something. Yeah. Adult video something. So he won the the top selling release of the year in 2002, and then uh, he did Snoop Dogg Hustlers Diary of a Pimp in 2002, and he produced it under the name Snoop Scorsese. Huh. Real creative, <laughs> yeah, yeah, very creative. Um, but yeah, so he I mean, that's on okay. that's par for the course, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, if Snoop, it's the, porn the of dog things, father, yeah. and yep. you know, what I mean, yep. like nothing, exactly. there's been some cool, exactly, like, like from, from doggy style, like doggy style, I think was like it, it was a it was just a, a gym, like you know, what I mean, it was just that that one off because everything yep. else he's done beyond that. I have to say it is lesser quality. You know what <laughs> I mean? Is. It's not it really it's is. It's not yeah. um it's not the it's not the magic of, right. of that. You know, right. some artists, you know, start slow and then they end up, you know, creating something and you're like later like, on they're oh, like, oh, like, my wow, fifth like album they finally was the, was the one where got, I got into it. it. No, yeah. Man. 
uh, and other artists or their first album is it. And then they just kind of trickle down from there and change. And really it's just about change. It's not that he wasn't as smart or creative or whatever. It was just different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I think doggy style was that way like that, that, that will never, there will never be another album that stands up like so that good, one. Dude. Um, I remember, I, I remember the first time I heard it, man. I remember just being like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Who is this guy? Like he did a couple of tracks on Dre's last album. No one's ever heard of him mm. before. And then he drops this shit. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Like yeah. everyone had that album, dude. That was the, and album, I, and I feel, dude. and I feel like too, like, like my experience with it is like, I, I grew up on it. You know what I mean? Like I was mm -hmm. like that, the, you know, the chronic, you know, like I said, Cypress Hill, you know, with, with temples of boom and all that, like those are all like my, like when I hear those, it just takes me back to, you know, I was a kid and right. like, we're just fucking, I have the ghetto yeah. blaster and yeah. like, you know, like that's what we were bumping. And, um, yeah, it's just a, it's, I know, I know it's different for everybody, you know, um, whether you were older, you looked at it a little different, you right, know? Right. Um, but yeah, as far as like now looking back or, or I can still go back and listen to it and it's for still sure, quality. Dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still quality. Uh, that's why it took me so long to fucking research this motherfucker because yeah. I kept just going back and listening to more tracks off of that yeah. album. Um, so he starts to reinvent himself, um, in the, in the early mid, you know, 2000, um, and this is where I think he starts to realize not just Lollapalooza, but like, I'm like, my image is worth more than my rapping. Like my brand yeah. is more than, can I, be more than like, rap. Yeah. And not many rappers could really say that. Yeah. But he had such a distinct persona and style and attitude and it just transcended what he was doing. And I think he realized it and was like, what can I do to just start fucking stepping out and marching to my own beat? Yeah. Where can I make money? Where can I start cashing in? in the media in general, in pop culture in general. And this is what turns him into what he is today. You know? Yeah. Um, so he, uh, yeah, like Brent said in 2010, he collaborates with Katy Perry on her first album. Teenage. He's on a Katy Perry album called teenage dream. Yeah. yeah. You know who the, what fucking gangster rapper is going to do that. And Katy Perry isn't even well known yet, but he had to be like, yo, she's going to be on fire. Yeah. Like I'm putting myself on her album. This is going to blow up. And it does. Well, have you seen that, that, <clears throat> that video? I kissed a girl and I liked it. No, no, no. No, the, the one he was in, it's just girls in booty so shorts long. and whipped cream and a bunch of shit. Yeah. So oh, no okay. shitty was in that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. uh, uh, Elon Musk just said he gives six billion dollars to the UN uh, UN Food Agency if they would be completely transparent about how the money was spent, so that he could just put it into world hunger. He has enough money that he's like, someone was like, it would take six billion dollars to end world hunger. He's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I will sell Tesla stock for six billion dollars <laughs> if you show us exactly how you spent the money nice. and you show how you can end world hunger. They won't do nice. it. They're not they do probably it. won't do it. Yeah, because no, they like, won't do it. No, six no, billion dollars. He's going to sell off in stock. Yep. See, that's awesome. We kind of talked about that. About yeah, yeah. Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, 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 the like, bonus yeah, yeah you have that yeah. much and, money, and there is, and you yeah. could do that. You have yep. enough money to end world hunger. The issue is, is that that you know, 
it's the old saying, you know, you lead a horse to water, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You can't make him drink or, you know, what's the other one? You can teach a man to fish, you know, or you can give a man a fish. Fool you know, me once, can't fool me day. twice, man. Yeah, fool well, me no, twice. it's not even you, that. You, feed, you give a man a fish and you can feed him for three days or whatever it is, and then you, you give him a pole and he'll eat To me, that's week. not even the issue. Is the issue no. is what's the middleman going to do? How many fucking warlords get fucking yeah. crates full of food and the poor yeah, people yeah. keep starving? And Well, it's, it's like the, it's more the fact complex it, well, it's, than that. Well, it is. It definitely is, and that's why I said it's about like um like float like a butterfly people, suck like a dick yeah <laughs> no if people don't know how to sustain themselves like yeah you got them food well it probably they, all be can't part sustain of, it would probably you know all I mean? be like part it of it can't be like first like creating I mean, the infrastructure here's some food but here's some farming and here's some education and yeah. here's like it would all have to be part of it, it and they just to, need a man, i mean you have a, like, a mana machine from the because you have people here who don't care like you know right. what i mean like you have these right. you have uh, part of it is fucking uh, illness. You know what I mean? They're they're mentally. Un, un I don't think. I think he's talking about entire nations that are starving to death because there's no crop. Oh, and world no hunger is world hunger. No it, it's yeah. a million different things. I don't you know, know what's I mean? up with that in the Bible? The fucking manna machine. Israelites mm -hmm. carried that shit around and it fed them just fucking like manna, and they had mm -hmm. to break it down like was every was white manna or days. black manna. I don't know. Yeah. Blue manna. It's probably white manna. So he also does um, a song called Turtleneck and Chain with the Lonely Island. That's the, about his cock piercing. The, the, the Island from, Boys. It's the, the Saturday Night Live comedy group um, that did like Dick in a Box and all those SNL oh, yeah, shorts. Turtleneck and uh, Chain. You know what he's talking about. He's got, a, he's got a little chain leash on his turtleneck. He, it's actually a funny video. There's just some random woman doing Snoop Dogg's part, and he's not even in the video. But um, And then um, uh, what else did he break out and do? He uh, did a thing of electronic music under the name DJ Snoopadelic um, that was kind of like a Clinton Funkadelic kind of a vibe. And mm -hmm. then he starts doing stuff with the gorillas. Um, and uh, then he starts to become Hollywood Snoop. He does, he starts to do films. He's in Starsky and Hutch, The Wash, Training Day. He's in King of the Hill, Las Vegas Monk, Robot Chicken. He's in an episode of One Life to Live. I need to track that fucker down. I think he just went. I think he just did live. the yes man thing. Yeah, like, I'm I just gonna so say too. yes to everything. Just like, put me just, everywhere. Put yeah. me everywhere, dude. Just get into everything. Yep. Just say yes to it. And, and really, like that leads <clears throat> you. Like, I mean, that can lead into some greatness. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because that that shows that you're open. Um, and and really, I and think, you start to build up a resume. Like, eventually, yeah. some director of Training Day is like, let's put Snoop in. It. I know he can read lines. Like, I yeah, know he can act. It's, I've it's, seen him in it's shit. It's more about the like the likability. Like, it's yep. just like people know, like, oh yeah, he's a rapper, but like, oh, he's a funny personality. Right. So I like, I don't like rap music, but Snoop Dogg has a Dogg's funny awesome. personality, yeah. yep. which leads him with Martha Stewart. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's his. They're doing funny things. That's his like, genius, yeah. dude. So and and I think there's a lot of people like that that he don't to, fulfill he that potential. Do, he starts to do comedy central roasts, yeah. you know, which I think is when people really started to realize how funny he was. Yeah. Um, he uh, did his own reality show called Snoop Dogg's Fatherhood, which you you mm -hmm. just saw his wife and his kids and him just being Snoop. Um, and uh, he uh, starts to. I'm even trying to think now. Uh, apparently, and I haven't seen this because I don't have cable. But I guess he's the host of a remake of the old game show, The Joker's Wild, hmm. on uh, TBS. Um, I used to love Joker's Wild when I was a kid. I can just picture him being the fucking host on that game show. I it's remember that. Just be I remember No Whammy. What was that one? No Whammy, No Whammy, No Whammy. And uh, what the was that thing. They, I think they remade that recently, too, though. That little dude to be all... <laughs> I was like animal yeah, fucking crazy yeah. Tasmanian devil thing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <laughs> And then uh, he re he released his own brand of wine 
um, that was uh, Snoop Cali Red. Um, That's actually and, really uh, good. I've had that. Is it? I've it's heard people good. say it's really good. It's really good. I've had it. And it's pretty cheap. Um, I think it's like 12 yeah. bucks or something. Yeah, it's from Gavin much. Newsom's uh, winery. It's an Australian wine crimes. brand called mm. 19 Crimes. Mm. Um, That's what you think. And uh, he did some stuff with WWE and even with another thing. He loves professional wrestling. And I forget which wrestling joint it was, uh, but even last year he was on a not WWE. He was on a different wrestling outfit and he fucking like frog splashed a guy and helped like a dude win like the title and shit. Hmm. But like uh, his cousin is Sasha Banks, who's a pretty fucking big deal in WWE. She's like one of the. She was, in my estimation, she was one of the first women, because right now, if you watch WWE, the women's wrestling matches are just as important and, and just as good as the men's wrestling matches. But if you go back to like the Attitude Era with The Rock and Stone Cold and shit, they were just Something bullshit, to look at. bra and panty yeah, matches. They, they weren't good yeah. wrestlers. You know, every so often someone like Lita or China would be a good wrestler and they would just wrestle against the men. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah. Um, but Sasha Banks was kind of the first one to really start to Sadly, cross over and make it, make it good. Um, and she's Snoop's cousin. And uh, and she's still right now. She's still up there. She's always like, you know, what's her name? For, Sasha. Sasha what? Banks. You'll recognize. Her oh, yeah, yeah, I think I know. She's really good. She's really good wrestler. She cuts decent promos. Um She's cute, but doesn't have to like fucking hoochify herself in order to sell matches. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, he got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, like the celebrity branch. I guess there's the wrestler branch and then the celebrities who helped him out branch um, in 2017. Uh, he changed his name temporarily to Snoop Lion when he uh, after he went to reggae and uh, found the spirituality of reggae and Rastafarianism. And uh, uh, didn't last long because now he's Snoop Dogg again. But he released his reggae album. Um, and I wasn't super crazy for it, but I was like, I was watching a couple of the songs on YouTube, and which I never do, but I was like, what are people's responses to Snoop doing reggae? Right. So I went down and read the comments, which I've trained myself over. The, like, I just don't do that on YouTube. I never look at comments. Right. I it's do. Just, That's the best it's just part, fucking dude. hate. No, there's some funny fucking shit. Yeah, but, I, but I went down there and every single thing was just, I fucking love this song. Love. Oh, all these years later, like, oh, this is, this is the first song we played at my wedding. Like it was, I was just like, damn, y'all are fucking loving Snoop Lion. I got it. I, I know I heard a little bit of it. You know, Trust me, Eddie Murphy's fucking reggae shit too, because you just don't yeah. realize he sings so good. Yeah, though. he's such a good it, singer. It dude. Blows, blows your mind. Like yeah. he's in fucking uh, Golden Child singing Roxanne on yeah. the plane oh, of shit. Really like, good. He's good. So he's got Leafs by Snoop, which is his weed brand. Uh, he did the the uh, Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner party. I gotta TV find show. that. Um, he, he's a voice. He plays uh, cousin It in the Adams Family movies. I know the second one just came out. Um, as of recording this, Snoop Dogg does. Yeah. Oh, in the in the uh, in the cartoon in the, in the cartoon. And cousin, it doesn't talk. It's just like a voice that's like, but it's Snoop doing the voice. How do you get that job? Like, so you know, you gotta be Snoop, dude. But the thing is, though, it sells tickets. Yeah, because it's gonna say on the poster, Snoop Dogg, and he doesn't even say anything. That's the fucking joke, dude. Oh that's the br- that's the brilliance of okay. Groot. Groot, I was about yeah. to say, Groot is Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He just says, I am Groot. Yeah, a thousand different ways. <clears throat> but apparently, he also one thing I read was that unlike 
He was the first actor in Hollywood to do all of the voiceovers in every foreign language of the role. Oh, wow. So when it was like, oh, we have to do it in Chinese, he's like, I'll do it. <laughs> like, because all he has to do is like 30 different variations of I am Groot in Chinese. <laughs> so he like did it for every different <laughs> <language>. <laughs> Exactly. Which I that thought was tough, fucking dude. hysterical. That would be tough, but once you get a dialogue coach, you get it right and you just say it like you're what's, good to go. What's the dude's name from Fifth Element and fucking... Rush Hour, uh, Chris Tucker. Tucker. Chris Tucker. That yeah. motherfucker couldn't say all the lines. No. Nishishi. Like when they yeah. did the outtakes, they <laughs> yeah. did the Rush Hour movies. <laughs> yeah. It's so fucking mushy, funny. Mushy. I fucking love him, dude. He got He's into fun. politics, um, which uh, his dipping his toe into <laughs> politics was that he, he supported Obama and he tweeted at, on Instagram, he listed the top 10 <laughs> reasons that Obama should be president and they included he a black nigga. He BFFs with Jay-Z and Michelle got a fat ass. Uh, Those are the reasons. You, you know that Michelle read that shit and showed yeah, Barack. Yeah. She's like, look at this. Snoop Dogg just said I have a fat ass. You <laughs> know in private Instagram, that went So it was probably a video. And then he said why you shouldn't vote for Mitt Romney was he a white nigga. Whereas for Obama, <laughs> you should vote for him because he a black nigga. Yeah. So don't vote for Mitt because he a white nigga. Uh, that motherfucker's name is Mitt. And <laughs> that's the best reason of them all. That motherfucker's name is Mitt. And he a hoe. Yeah. That was so that was his involvement in politics. Oh, my God. Um, that's hilarious. He, uh, he's a Beyond Meat uh, spokesperson. Um, and he's not a vegan or anything, but he advocates like a – and I think this came from – him dipping into Rastafarianism for a while because Rastafarians eat a very specific diet mm. that isn't vegan, but it's all natural, like nothing processed. And I think they only it's eat just seafood. Fish or something, yeah. I think it's pescatarian and then like non like they won't eat, basically, they won't eat anything that was grown by the man. Like if you've got pesticides, we're not even going to say organic, but if your fucking evil ass company grew it, I'm not going to eat it. I think it also like, probably has to do with economics, mm. like geolocation and fucking. And like I think it was also trying to be self sustaining. Yeah. Like it's shit. We're growing we in Jamaica. Island, yeah. We're going to fish it here. We're going to, we don't need your shit. So we're going to make it part of our religion. So we don't eat your shit. You know, I was always wondering what, cause we covered Bob Marley was eating fish soup or whatever yeah, it was yeah. like fish head yeah, soup or some shit. Terrible. Like what is yeah. that fish head soup? Fish heads apparently, but. Um, boiled, be, boiled fish but that on beyond terrible. meat, uh, so he's the spokesperson, like the celebrity, I forget what they call the ambassador, ambassador the brand yeah, ambassador. ambassador. Yeah. And, uh, he's got a gold food truck, uh, that sells a very, it doesn't sell. It gives Either out way. beyond meat stuff and it does tailgating party for NFL, but he mm. uses it. He's got a youth league of football. Yeah. Like the, I've Snoop seen him league. coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He has like coaching. He coaches stuff. his own, yeah. but he just, he runs the Snoop youth football. I think that's league because his son, his son was playing football. I think so. But yeah. now it's just a big thing. He wanted kids from the hood to be able to play safe yeah. football and do whatever. And then now the beyond truck shows up at all the games and gives out free food. Yeah. And even, and I'm guessing this was a publicity stunt. Um, but at one point he did an Instagram where he was like, you know, I want some chicken, but I don't want to eat no nasty ass chicken. And then he gets on his phone and he calls the CEO of beyond mm -hmm. and he tells him like, yo, cause I want to eat some chicken, but it's gotta, but I want beyond chicken. And I wanted to come from the motherfucking OG, the Colonel. And then he's like, I'm all right, sure. Snoop, that was well, KFC I'm shut up. Sure. It was probably a KFC, but I got to say, there's at least a chance it was just Snoop. But do they have that now? <laughs> they don't have it. They test Beyond fired chicken. it. Okay. 
in they did KFC. A te- they had a te- KFC in Atlanta. Uh, they painted the whole KFC green, and for like a week, they only sold Beyond Chicken at the KFC. And apparently, it like all the reviews were like, "This is fucking just amazing!" Like, hmm. please, dear God, put but this people, on people's the- dicks fell off. Like, <laughs> yeah. where's it at? Like, what happened? It's it's gonna in take production. It was the maybe. same thing. Like yeah. when when Burger Beyond King Meat dropped came the out. Beyond, yeah. yeah. Burger King dropped the Impossible Whopper, and then it was like a couple of years before it went net, uh, Does it national. Does seem like yeah, Beyond is to, beating Impossible right now? I feel yeah, like I hear sure. Beyond way more than for Impossible. Sure. Beyond yeah. Is, yeah. is where it's at right now. I've seen Beyond. Mm. For, Have you made sure, any man. at home yet? Nah. Dude, like fucking spaghetti or chili? Like you fucking cannot tell, man. You can't tell. It's fucking weird. That I don't know how they got the texture. It just keeps getting better and better, too. Mm. Yeah, it's it's impressive. Mm. Like in spaghetti, you absolutely cannot tell. Like and chili as well like it's just it's i couldn't believe it i don't know like maddox was like dad this is anything, real meat i don't want to put anything into my body i don't know what it is well it says what he's it is rust, on there he's a rastafarian yeah. but i'll be honest i do kind of just uh, like <clears throat> i only eat it if it's like oh well i want like maddox and berkeley to sit down at the table with me too and everyone's gonna eat because i'm like right. i don't need to put that in there what is in there <laughs> right you know what i mean but if it's like a way that i can get everyone to sit down there like oh we're having spaghetti and it's yeah. like then everyone balls. everyone will sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where when I don't, it's like oh I made rice and beans and everybody made some weird shit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like broken up mm-hmm. PlayStation and Sims and everybody disappears. No, I just haven't. I don't know. I'm just not. I haven't bought it. I don't it's worth trying. I could. Yeah, no, I know. I've I've tried it. And just, it's gotten. So, I'm not against it's, it. It's gotten so. I'm much not against cheaper, it at all. I, I was gonna say I, it wasn't. So it was like the same cheap. price as regular mm-hmm. hamburger or something the other day at Walmart. Well, their goal like, their goal is like the whole corporate goal is to make it be less expensive than ground beef. I think it was five bucks for a pound yeah. or something. Well, it ain't going to be hard with the way ground beef is Exactly, going. dude. Exactly. And that's their goal. They um, said once we can yeah, make it, was, it, it cheaper. five bucks a pound. I if think. we can make it super comparable in flavor and texture than ground beef and we can make it cheaper than ground beef, it'll make a difference. Yeah. So that that's their goal. Yeah, I'm and, not I'm not definitely not against it. I just I man, I just don't go to the store and I'm like, I'm gonna buy Beyond. We'll try that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I just don't like I don't know. There's yeah. no re- rhyme yeah. or reason why. That, that Gardein chicken stuff you got me turned on to. I haven't tried any of the other stuff. Try I have, the Gardein like, meatballs, dude. They're amazing. Yeah. yeah. I need to get some of the diet cheese though, because like my my wife I think is like sensitive to the dairy stuff we were talking about, mm-hmm. you know. Dude, the diet slice so, cheese, that shit is just you can't really tell, yeah. man. That so, that stuff's impressive. If you're making pizza or you want it melty, I would get like I would get a bag of the Daya mozzarella mm-hmm. and I would get a bag of the brand called which is a horrible name, Follow Your Heart mm-hmm. mozzarella because the Follow Your Heart is too melty and soft. Oh, you gotta get but the Daya is a little bit too hard and doesn't quite yeah. melt right. And if you mix them both, you get like a better consistency. That being anyway, said, though, if she just wants pizza, Daya makes a bunch of pizzas. Like they that, make frozen pizzas. Yeah, that, that brand just makes a shit ton of pizzas. pizzas yeah. Hmm. Um, or Bakersfield uh, Pizza Company, they Those, make a die of pizza. Oh, do they? It's fucking good. They yeah, have I good get pizza, their dude. man. Fucking Bakersfield Pizza Company. They have good pizza. Their, dude, I get their uh, the the cheese bread, mm-hmm. the garlic, the garlic mm-hmm. cheese bread, and you get pepperonis on it, dude. Oh my god, that's just so yeah. If you get that, dude, just throw vegan cheese on there. It's fucking mm-hmm. good, dude. That place I discovered it like two months ago. You like, saw Little Caesars got a uh, plant based pepperonis now. Yeah, with no fucking plant based cheese. No cheese yet. Nothing. Uh, yeah, but but for a lot of people, that's a move though. It is. Yeah, because that's, I'm veg- not gonna, that's I'm not vegetarian. Gonna, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. gonna besmirch it, but yeah. And I watched like the we went to uh, yeah, we went to Pink Box Donuts in Prim, and it was like I, they're like at the Raider Stadium mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they're like it's big in Las Vegas or whatever. But uh, they had a whole vegan donut. 
And I almost, too, because I remember, like, some of them vegan fucking shit fucking yeah, is dude. good. Dude, I got, and, uh, I got Max some vegan donuts, and they're fucking amazing. They were at Lassen's, and they're in yeah. the fucking frozen section. You have to heat mm. them up for, like, Ooh. 15 yeah, seconds. Hot donuts yeah, hot yeah. it, it was crazy good. I couldn't yeah. believe it, dude. It was so fucking good. Yeah, but they had some, because the, they had a bunch of, um like, uh, Halloween, you know, like ghosts oh, yeah, and you know yeah. spider webs and stuff. Like, and I was like, damn, I almost fucking get. I want to get a vegan one because I know some of their shit. Fucking, it's they're just yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Like, it's just, well, because every time I go like, to Portland, baking like, is the easiest thing. Like every that, time I like, go to Portland, I get I go to Voodoo Donuts yeah. and I immediately get a vegan cock and balls. Yeah, and I'm always what happy. What is that? Yeah, well, you it's, literally, it's, it's like a it's maple a bar giant, with some balls. Yes, on it? it's a giant cock and balls. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, he has a chocolate. He has a chocolate. We need video of you eating that next time. I'm pretty teeth. sure I have video of me eating the vegan. <laughs> Why do you bowl? have video of that? How would you not? Yeah, yeah that's, you're, that's, that's something true. you're going to video. It's, and I got there and I'm it's and it's brilliant marketing on their point. I'm standing there and I'm like and I got up there like, can I help you? I was like, I gotta I gotta get a vegan cock and balls. And she right. was like, Yeah, I can imagine, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you grow some balls, <laughs> vegan? Are there like yeah. bigger ones and smaller ones? They should do that. Oh, no, it's just consistent. That's just like a like a, a small Asian one, yeah. and then you got like a medium, like white frosting, mm-hmm. and yeah, then a black yeah. one that's just fucking twelve inches. But I think they kind of set the standard of we're a really good local uh, donut place, yeah. and then we also sell all of our stuff is also vegan. It's yeah. not all vegan, but you can get it one yeah, way. Yeah. Or the I've other. been to the Voodoo in <clears throat> San Jose. Oh, was there one in yeah. San Jose? Yeah, yeah. there's, not, there's an Asian. Did vegan? you get the actual Voodoo donut? Uh yeah yeah, with, yeah. The, with the pretzel sticking yeah the pins it's good, yeah it's a good uh, yeah. it's like it's a real basic name it's like Asian vegan cuisine or something and it's like off California or off Ming I can't remember where I keep I you know I saw that on my sign super basic I though. saw it on the on like on Google Maps right. or something but I've never been there because okay. it's like so far across town I just keep like doing all the yeah I keep seeing it I, I really want to try it <clears throat> but anyway that Snoop uh, he went from I mean. I think he was smart to just be like, you know what? Every album I make isn't as good as my first album. So what else can I do? And that's what he does. Oh, and the other thing is like he did that thing on Peacock. And from what I read, the main reason that Kevin Hart and Snoop wanted to do that Olympic thing is because they want to do, and I have no idea if this is happening or not, but the reason they did it is they wanted to show the networks how funny they could be because they want to do through somebody, hopefully Peacock, they want to do a live coverage with the two of them of the Super Bowl, yeah. and they oh, want that would to do be that. Would be fucking. I would watch that. Uh, would watch that. that would be the first Way Super Bowl over, I ever yeah. gave a fuck about yeah. in my life. They yeah, don't yeah. need a network to do that. Go fucking live. They have a billion followers and shit on social. Yeah, media. but if Just you're with a, if you're with a network, yeah, but all you, the, would, yeah. you would get you would get way more yeah. viewers. You'll yeah. get way more viewers. There and that's covered. probably why it was more Snoop Dogg being funny because you already know Kevin Hart's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to promote that, right? So, yeah. Snoop and if it was Dog. ever going to happen, it would happen this year, even though I haven't heard anything about it happening, because the halftime show is fucking Dre and Eminem. And, oh, is Oh, yeah, that would dude. be. Gonna, <laughs> you, I mean, you could <laughs> literally do that. Like, if, if somebody was smart, um, like, not even, like, the main network, but if just another network was smart, like, they could they could somehow get figure out how to get that right. going. Like, it's like if you ever look like at, you like... You think Ted Turner would fucking be on that shit. You know what I mean? It's like, like if you ever look at... It's, it's like you go to, the like, the big, huge uh, wrestling matches, and there's, like, the regular announcing table, and then there's the Mexican announcing table. Yep. It's like the same thing with boxing matches. I would love 
for NBC to run the Super Bowl. Yep. And it's like, we've also on CNBC, we're airing the Snoop Dogg, Kevin yeah. Hart version yep. of the Super Bowl. Yep. On this network, we're going to have fucking like two totally yep. different people with a different vibe. And you know, they're going to have the 10 second delay just fucking <laughs> yeah, ready. Yeah. Just fuck, yeah. You know. yeah. 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 Or just we'll do it. We'll do it live on Peacock. Just, you know, on our streaming yeah, service. Fuck, or, dude, oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Dude, if Peacock, so... yeah. Peacock would be. Um, oh, man. Because I, yeah, I couldn't be believe the shit they were saying on that Olympic thing. Dude. Yeah. They had no. There was no line they wouldn't cross. Yeah. You know. Um, but anyway, that's Snoop Dogg. Love him. Great guy. Go, go listen to his first album if you haven't in a while or if you just haven't as an album. It's really one of the most influential albums in hip hop, I believe. All right. This week's social media winner for episode 612, The Church of the Firstborn of the mm. Lamb of God. Man, I forgot about that mouthful. Yeah. Um, it's going to that was be just last week. Maka, M A K A, on Instagram. It's at K A Y E R E I M. And she's going to win a t shirt for interacting on Instagram, which we always appreciate because, like we've said a million times, um, it's really hard for us to get traction on social media because they limit that shit to like 12% yeah. of your following or something weird. They want you to pay money. So thank you for sharing on Instagram. Frankie Pigeons is going to reach out to you um, and get your personal information and we will ship you out uh, ship you out your t-shirt. So thank you for that. We're also part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. You can go to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts. If you're trying to learn how to start a podcast, there's lots of uh, educational content and information there. Um, also, we are sponsored by El Yucateco Hot Sauce, which you probably know. This is your first time listening. It's really important. Listen. You should go buy some El Yucateco. Yeah, they have it at Walmart. They have it at Target. They have it at most major grocery stores. Um, if you're outside the United States, you can find it on some crazy sites. I mean, just search your country, El Yucateco, and there will be some grocery distribution that has it. Um, a lot of people seem to have luck at mexgrocer.co.uk if you're outside the United States. But otherwise, if you're in the States, it's it's kind of hard not to find it. I mean, there is a variation. There's seven different flavors. Um, so you might have trouble building the Voltron of the sauces, but uh, you are probably going to find a couple flavors at a, at a Walmart or something. So um, also you can hit people up in the group on Sofa King on our unofficial uh, group and uh, people trade on there. I know Steve Foster was getting uh, maple syrup from Canada and shipping out Caribbeans mm-hmm. and shit. So people do do that. Um, so it's worth uh, making the effort. If you're in an area where you're having trouble finding it, it, it's really good, but it will ruin your life for the fact of if you're in that area where you can't get it, you will now need to get it because it's, I'm going to start, I'm gonna start buying it up here in town everywhere. That way, nobody can get it here. And so, I'm like, nice. but I have it. Nice. So, what do you got to trade? No, I don't want any money. Right. I just want to know what you have to trade. I have the stereo face for a 1996 Sony deck, but Pass. I don't have the rest of the deck. Pass. Okay. Dang it. Good thing I got some already. Pass. Um, swipe left. Is it swipe left? <clears throat> yeah. swipe I have left no idea which one to swipe. Right. Swipe yeah. left. Um, also, swipe uh, down. That's thank you to uh, Print Dirt Cheap. Dick. Go to printdirtcheap.com. Um, you get stickers and printed goods. Use code SofaKing Podcast to save some money when you go over there. Also, check out Two Day Banners. That's the number two, and it's spelled out Day Banners. If you want to get a banner, you can make a giant piece of art for a lot less money than it would be to actually get canvas and make a piece of art. Um, you could also play pranks. You could mm. do it for a business or a serious mm. reason. Mm. Your kid's got a soccer team or you've got a band or you've got a podcast. If there's any reason you need a banner, uh, two day banners can get it to you in fucking two days. It's pretty crazy. I ordered a banner and it came super fucking quick. Um, <clears throat> also go check out Jimmy D's tees. You go to Jimmy D's If you need something silk screened, he does an amazing job. Um, he does great work. He does a bunch of stuff that we have over on our website at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, he also sells a bunch of stuff that's cool over there that you might be into. So check his website out. Go like him on social media. Let him know that we sent you over there. 
Also check out SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com. You can use so- code SofaKing to save 10%. Um, and check out Retro Vague. Um, also, if you're not following Frankie Pigeons on Instagram, go over there. I'm doing some sticker giveaways right now to people that are following and interacting and you want to be on Frankie Pigeons radar. So the easiest way to do that is go over and follow on Instagram at Frankie Pigeons and uh, say something nice. Thank Frankie Pigeons for all the hard work because it's a ton of work to be sure. So we appreciate that. Um, Also, check out Mindframe Podcast. Brad's asleep. I passed him out. Um, It's an amazing talent that I have. I should work at the fuck working anywhere. I'm just going to make people pass out and take their money. Look at this. He's playing a dangerous Gone. game right now. He might actually fall asleep. Exactly. With <laughs> <laughs> my mouth yeah. open. Um, <laughs> Nobody falls asleep in my studio with their mouth open. Check out uh, Mindframe Podcast, new interlude, uh, The Samurai, coming out on this episode. Yep. Um, so if you haven't heard that yet and you're up to date, go check it out. It will be out this week. So keep your eye out for that. We will be posting it. And other than that, I think that's all I got. That's it. Oh, you know, the sticker actually go over to uh, shop and use code sofa king to get the exclusive sticker with any purchase yep. i know we said it at the top of the show but i need to make sure we say I need that. to break all that shit up i was smooth as fuck when i said it at the top of yeah, the show i don't yeah. know i don't yeah. know why this you feel fucking, like you need i didn't to fall asleep with you i just was so smooth yeah. i was so smooth when i just wasn't used to going to jamiroquai.com and <clears throat> fucking shaka 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 shaka.net yep anyway uh we do uh we have the last couple weeks we've or a couple of shows anyway, yeah. a couple of weeks, I guess. I don't know. Talked, uh, you know, about some patrons that were so close or, or sculpt members that were so close to, uh, becoming the sculpt member of the month. We have come to a conclusion. We have, uh, picked a new sculpt member of the month and that is drum roll, please. Perfect. It is Becky Nelson. Yes. Mostly because she didn't want it. Like, pretty much she declined yeah. it at first yeah. when you contacted right 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 pretty much it was yeah. a little awkward and we we're like ah this is weird no one's ever declined before mm-hmm. she declined three times yeah, yeah. and not, no one ever tells no one tells me no yeah and that's right. what brad said yeah and then she was like well I said, fuck, bitch i guess i'll do it you yeah. guys are all right yeah you know? i said bitch <laughs> i said and in a strange sort like of events she immediately tattooed her hand yeah. Yes. And it was like, well, that's that was weird. First you decline it, now you tattoo your hand. She just wanted mm. us to know that she has to want it. Yeah. Not that you're giving shit away. Yeah, she you know has I mean? to say She's yes. Like, I said yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really great tattoo, by the way. That's yeah. fucking bold, man. That's the inside is. of her hand. That's fucking right there. Does that stick poke last just as long as regular tattoo? It's a tattoo, right? We'll just leave that there. Why? Huh? Verga. It's green. Yes. Yeah. Burgay. It's the perfect. It's the perfect place for a pimp slap. Yeah. Just smack. Like it. if you're gonna fucking smack somebody, just give them a bitch slap. I hope it comes like off. A downward bitch slap. Like that's yeah. right where you're hitting them. I hope it comes off. Yeah. Right on their face. Oh, like, like a stamp. Lick it and do yeah. a bitch Ooh, that'd be slap. cool if it's wow. always wet. And yeah. you lick it and you smack yeah. it and it leaves yeah. a pigeon yeah. in a yeah. fucking SK cool. on there. Yeah. yeah. Tough King. Wow. So if you haven't seen it, uh, yeah, Becky posted a picture of uh, she has a uh, mark of the beast on her palm. I think that's probably the first self done SK tattoo. Right? Is it self done? Yeah. She, she, she did that shit herself. Uh, I, gave no, I know none of the details. Mm-hmm. I saw the picture. Oh yeah, it's I gave myself. Looking. Yeah, um, yeah. So she's gotten some attention on there. Uh, but uh, also, if you go to her Facebook page, I want to I want to put you know, put that out there. If you mm-hmm. go, if you look up uh, uh, Rocco the Toothless, mm-hmm. that's that's what she goes by on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <clears throat> like, if you just scroll through her page, like. There's, she's wearing shirts. She's she's representing well, the, the skull proper. And the thing is, she she um, she's into cosplay. Mm-hmm. Like, but she does it like all day, every day. And her cosplay is like a homeless person. Yes, mm-hmm. 
So like all day long, wears, that's, that's where Rock, that's where Rocco the Toothless yeah. comes from. Yeah. Um, but she she goes out all day long looking like a homeless person, and it's mm-hmm. caught. She she says there's a convention. Mm-hmm. She says there's a homeless convention in town, and then she dresses up and she goes out all. But day She has long. a socko named Becky. It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Yeah, she yeah. talks like to, yeah, yeah, to yeah, Becky yeah. the socko puppet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she even has a picture of John Schultz, uh, who was coincidentally a sculpt member of the month. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, he has his shirt on. She's got pigeons on here. One eighty one pine from Dave. Mo- I mean, she is uh, the quintessential. Quintessential. Mm. No, not that's the word. Sculpt member. Yeah. She Quintessential. Is. She is. I think it's a pasta that you just made. Is it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Nice Quintessential Quintes- noodles. Mm, yeah. 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 Quintessolis. You know, Quintes- one of those. The last ten minutes in the broiler. Get yeah. a nice uh, Quintesoles. Yeah, cheese. Some, some Quintesoles, yeah. as they say in Quintesoles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, we'll be learning more about her uh, in the shows to come. Matter of fact, we have one more, and uh, this week. So yeah, we'll be. Uh, mentioning some things uh, about her life uh, yep. in, in celebration. I didn't even get to read them yet. Yeah, I know you had them, but yeah. I didn't yeah. see yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so thank you, Becky, um, and hope you enjoy your uh, month of Thanksgiving Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Skull Member of the Month. Yep. Uh, Patreon.com backslash King Podcast. Uh, don't forget to go to Reddit, r forward slash King Podcast, to uh, join in there. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we are at King Podcast. Uh, personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves, Sophie King Brent, Sophie King Dave. Check them out. Uh, also, check out Elikiteko underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's Tees, and Podbelly. And uh, go like Mindframe. Don't forget to do that. And all that good stuff. So, um, be adding some stuff to the playlist Spotify, uh, Sophie King Podcast 2021. Uh, wrapping up the year. And that's pretty much it. Dave, you good? Yeah. Have a good time.